reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 78. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It's February 20th, 2020. On this day in history, you ready for this one? I am. In 1988... The Nagorno-Karabakh War is triggered by Dur-Autonomous Soblast secession from Azerbaijan. You just said a lot of... I don't... I don't know what you think you said, but... Let me read it again. On this day in history in 1988, the Nagorno-Karabakh War is triggered by Dur-Autonomous Oblast secession from Azerbaijan. Cool. Um... Still today, not 100% clear on... Today, Nagorno-Karabakh is a de facto independent state, but the territory is still internationally recognized as part of Azerbaijan. Oh. Uh, in other news on this day in history, in 1962, <laughs> the first U.S. citizen to orbit the Earth lands safely in the Atlantic Ocean. Can is you name uh, that John astronaut? Glenn? It is John Glenn. And he did it again in, like, 1998. He went back up. It was later than that. It was not. It was not. He went up, but he went back in the space shuttle. Yeah, in 1998. <laughs> the space shuttle started in the 80s. Uh, John Glenn goes back to space. That's what I'm going to Google. I'll tell you. Uh, 1998, October to November. October 29th to November 7th. Hmm. or 8. I feel like that uh, happened later in life. It seems like it goes by fast. I guess. Yep. Uh, you can find us at the Artake Pod <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or at the ArtakePodcast.com. The ArtakePodcast.com. Hey, social media. You saw my post about my boss who got me the MAGA hat? Yeah, what was that all about? My boss got me a MAGA hat as a joke. Oh. And uh, she thought it was hilarious. You got into like some fights about it on. <laughs> I got a good laugh from it, but here's what's interesting. So I posted it on Facebook. Uh huh. With you know, I said my boss bought me a a hat. I feel gross, or I something like that. I even smelled different. I can't remember what I posted. My sister shared it from the Artake Podcast page. So she 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 shared the post from mm-hmm. the Artake Pod and said something along the lines of, "My brother makes me laugh. You should listen to his podcast." Blah blah blah. Right. Right. They removed her post. Really? She got emails that people complained about it and got re- got notification that it went against the community standards and the post was removed. Now, my post wasn't. The original post of me wearing the hat with the little caption is still there, but her post was removed and Facebook warned her to take it down and she didn't and then it was gone and they sent her an email saying this post is gone. <laughs> what? So she's got Facebook friends that found it. There's two criteria here that found it so offensive that they reported it. Second of all, man, I've reported straight up like hate speech, violence, and porn and had not had it removed from Facebook. 
but this one went against the community standards. <laughs> what? What? I don't remember anything. No, there was nothing. There's nothing. There's plenty of stuff like that every right. day. No, she literally shared shared the was our it post. was it because of the MAGA hat? Because they're like, oh, look at that. That we because you know Facebook. Well, I don't know. Aren't Zuckerberg and Trump like butt buddies now or something? I don't, I don't know. Is that something I can say? Butt buddies? I mean, it, you know, oh, that might be. I'm gonna get me tooed. I don't know, but uh, I, my hope is that yes, it got deleted because that you can say butt buddies. <laughs> <laughs> my hope is yes. My hope is that I'm gonna cut that out. It was because of the mega hat, but I don't think it was. I think my sister has friends on Facebook who are Trumpers, and they were offended. They're being snowflakes. Yeah, isn't it funny how they their whole oh you liberal snowflakes, but then they're just like worse. They got so offended they elected Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, that's that's how offended they got. <laughs> wow. Oh, anyway, so funny story. I don't, that's crazy. I don't know why they didn't delete the original because it was a repost. Well, it was the repost that made it super offensive. I guess. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> On, the road. On the road again. Rental car rundown. Rental car rundown slash travels. Uh, although I did rent a car. So um, I made a... Uh, man, we haven't done this in like two weeks, right? It's been a while. But we're back. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, sorry. So a couple of weeks ago, I uh, made a last-minute decision to go to Australia because Boing? I work for... Kangaroo, that's it. Okay, <laughs> or a boner, whatever. I was like, <laughs> kangaroo boner, because <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to go there, and uh, I work for an airline and fly for free, so I uh, was like, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna go spend two days in Australia. Um, I mean, it's. I think it's the preferred way to say that is uh, I spent two days down under. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The toilets. I didn't. I didn't notice. It's not true. It's not a thing. They don't even swirl, though. <laughs> they, like, just, they just... <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's like this waterfall that comes down and just sucks it all down. I don't know. They did that because they had to cover the lie that was that water rotates the other direction. Is it really a lie? I'm pretty sure it's a lie. It's, isn't it the Coriolis effect? No, no, no. That's like... That's just the spin of the Earth. That theory was that when you're on the different hemisphere... All right, all right. I think I had a physics teacher in college who told me she like just like glossed over it one day you know she's like people think the water turns in it doesn't really turn different anyway she's <laughs> like it just matters which way direction the jets are facing in your toilet <laughs> oh so they have a different <laughs> i mean but like if you're in your tub letting it drain you can spin your finger the other direction and it will go that direction right you know hmm. it's not like it they it's not like it won't go different <laughs> toilet manufacturers there yeah um, so yeah, I went to Australia and, um, some people think that I'm crazy that I flew 15 hours for two days, but I oh. thought it was fine. It's a micro trip. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I got first class on the way there, um, which means that I got free everything, free nice dinners and lunches and drinks and, uh, I got a Star Wars bag because United and Star Wars are buddies right now and, uh, nice. I got all sorts of cool stuff. And then when I got there, I rented a car, um, and I got, this has been, this is my least favorite rental car that I've ever had okay. in the past couple of years. Wait, who was the car. company? It's Enterprise. Okay. It has nothing to do with them. So you still like Enterprise. It's, it's not their fault that, you know, they have a crappy 
it's 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 not that the car was you know uh, like dirty or anything it was just the toyota yaris is just a piece of garbage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it's the slowest most gutless car i've ever been in and uh did yeah it, did it have a kangaroo as a hood ornament no it should no no it did not they should make a state car like volkswagen do ours have bald eagles on <laughs> they certainly do huh okay <laughs> so uh no, no ours have truck nuts oh yeah that's you know what there's t- okay so australia t- I, I went to london last year right right and so if i could describe describe australia it'd be like uh london and the u.s or england and the u.s you know had it out and uh got together and just uh, and made a baby and that baby was australia and then that baby went to school with canada and learned about kilometers (laughs) and that's australia (laughs) (laughs) well i mean if i if i i think i'm right about this that australia was just where they sent like criminals england Uh, england maybe so they sent they sent colonists to the states, right? And then they sent criminals to Australia. Oh, well, there's no go. difference. There you go. Right? There's no difference. <laughs> so that's why we're so similar. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird. It's definitely set up more like the U.S. The houses are old, like they were in London, but they're more set up like they are in the U.S. So were you in Sydney? Yeah. 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 Um, driving on the other side of the road is terrifying, of course. Yeah. As always. Luckily, I didn't die. Um, Couple yeah. close calls, but you know, have you ever seen their uh, what do they call them? It's the longest like semi loads. Oh yeah, what is it the, called? Like a those land train the desert, or something? I think. Yeah, those like mega semi. They're like ten trailers long. Um, I didn't. There's like not really any Australian food. I mean, there is, but I don't. It was nothing. What's con- yeah? What's considered yeah. Australian food? I, I don't know. I couldn't. I guess Vegemite, but I didn't bother to what's try Vegemite? it. Apparently, it's disgusting. It's just some spread. You spread it on toast or something. Oh, okay. Um, Koala. So yeah, I guess. So I had, I had uh, McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> which was delicious, <laughs> and uh, I think it's more of a big. It's like In and Out there or something. You know, it's like a. It's, it's probably it's, not it's a bigger soy. deal. Uh, apparently a lot of the beef, well, cause I was sitting next to somebody that inspects the beef yeah. from Australia, yeah. uh, on my flight there. And apparently like a ton of the beef from McDonald's comes from Australia. It gets shipped to the U S processed by McDonald's and then gets shipped back to Australia. That's happening in China. We're, oh, really? We're sending pork over there right now uh-huh. to be processed. Oh. And then they're sending it back. But coronavirus is ruining that. Well, yeah. Um, Isn't that weird, though? Like, yeah. It, hey, take it, these pigs, it slaughter them, it send them back. It doesn't make any sense. Really <laughs> All the stupid. way the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had Domino's Pizza, <laughs> okay. which the large pizza is like the size of uh, like a small here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, let's see. What else did I? Uh, Can you- oh, oh, oh. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Have you ever heard? Not, well, hold on. Have you heard of... Uh, a product called Hungry Jack. No. The pancake mix. Oh, that sounds more familiar now that you say it. Let me let me Google it so I can see yeah, the picture. Yeah, Hungry Jack. So, Did you eat any kangaroo? No. I pet a kangaroo. I went to a petting zoo and I pet a kangaroo. Hungry Jacks, which just looks like Burger okay, King. Okay, well. Oh. Okay, that's so. You see how. Oh, I see the box. Hungry Jack pancake mix. Okay. Yeah. 
which is owned by Pillsbury. It looks I like it looks the same as uh, like uh, what's hamburger helper. It looks like that kind of box. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a pancake mix. You know, right. you put in the egg and then you make it. So then you also see that logo of Hungry Jacks. Right. Right. So what does Burger King and Hungry Jack pancakes have to do with each other? I have no idea. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so Hungry Jacks is all over the place there. I guess it's the biggest. Uh, what is it with the name Jack and burgers? Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to explain this Jack, to you. Like Jack in the Box? Are you going to go there? What? I'm thinking of Jack in the Box. Oh, well, no, listen. So okay. this is what happened. All right. So Burger King was going to franchise to Australia. Because when you look at the Hungry Jacks logo, you're like, that's, that's Burger King. That's totally Burger King. And then they even have... Uh, when you, when I drove by one, they had the Whopper, and they had, oh, really? you know, yeah. So I was like, "What is going on here?" I so mean, I, I looked into it. The and logo's like Burger King, nineteen eighty five. I think there's they updated. I think it? There's an updated okay. one. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I was like, "Why is it called Hungry Jacks and not Burger King?" Because you know, McDonald's, McDonald's, Pizza Huts, you know, all these restaurants are normally the same right. throughout the 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 world. Um, so I looked into it, and apparently, when, um. When they went to oh, franchise it. Wait, can I guess? Okay. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it because it has the word king in it? And they're no. under crown? No. Oh, man, no. that would have been cool. No. <laughs> no, you can't use I that. Know. The crown has all it the It was rights. just simply that there was another restaurant that already had... Um, king? Burger King. Uh, Burger King. Uh, and they had several franchises. And, well, good and for so them. They, they were ahead of the ball. Yeah, right? They're like, that's doing well in America. So, I guess Pillsbury was involved heavily in the franchising of the Burger Kings over there. What? And so they went to the guy. The guy's name was Jack. That was Jack's. I can't remember his name. That was bringing him all over. Okay. And he was doing it with the help of Pillsbury. Or maybe. Oh, Jack Cowan. I think I actually at the time Burger King was owned by Pillsbury. That might be what it is. Really? It's not anymore though. But And so they said, um, okay, we're going to have to rename this. And we want to rename. You can use any of our currently trademark names. Okay. So they, you know, what is Pillsbury? You know, they got the Doughboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they, the Hungry Jack, Hungry Jack Pancake Mix. So he picked that, and they went with Hungry just Jacks a, apostrophe. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, in uh, what so, a what a web. I know, right? What Crazy. a web. Who knew? So anyway. Um, Australia is seriously a ton like the U.S. It's yep. I could totally move there. The reason I went is to see wild cockatoos. Mm-hmm. They have wild. So I'm just driving around, and I see two rose-breasted cockatoos fly right over me. Anytime you think you see a seagull, it's probably a cockatoo. That's cool. It's crazy. So Well, Australia, they got all the weird animals. Yeah? All the weird stories you hear from us besides the swine, <laughs> which I think we've even talked about in Australia. I don't know if they have a But the spiders... You know, kangaroos, koalas, all these animals that aren't found anywhere else. So I picked a bad weekend to go because it rained. And it didn't just rain. (laughs) It was historic raining there. They said that it (laughs) rained. They actually told you? No. You can Google it. They said it's rained more than that that Sunday that that I was than any. They said two months worth of rain in a day. That was like the worst day of my life in England. Has to be the worst traffic jam in London history. Oh, yeah. You told me There's no. It has to be. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, so it it didn't just you know sprinkle all day, 
it sideways rained all day. <laughs> so I didn't really get to do much my second day there. But I went out to the, the opera house and got a picture of me with it in, yeah. you know, in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> and like none of the harbor boats were running because the water was so ruckus. Oh, my and gosh. So I need to go back. Um, but it was really cool. And I want to go live there. Um, I've, I've, no, I've never been to Australia. Yeah. But I've read a lot about it. Uh-huh. And I've, I think I've said before on the show that if there is one country that is the closest analog oh, yeah. to the United States, it's not Canada, it's not no. Britain, it's not France, it's Australia. Yeah, I think they they like us there a lot. Yeah. Like we are – I would say we're stronger allies with them than the UK. They've fought with us in every war. Yeah, they um, – the, on their radio, I had a, I listened to their news radio a lot. Yeah. 70% of it is about the US. Isn't that weird? It was weird because when I was in England, it wasn't like that. Granted, I was there – when I was there, they were. Uh, it was right when the prime minister. It was literally the day oh, that Boris Johnson right. got um, whatever they call it. But, but I mean, we like on NPR. They play BBC OS for a couple hours during the day uh-huh. here. But they cover world news. It's not right. England news. Right. I, I've always found that weird, though. You'd think if you went to like Australian public radio, they'd be talking about Australia. I mean, they did, but they they also talked. They talked about the debate. Wow. They talked. They got in depth on the different candidates. And it, so it was crazy. seriously was like they were it was almost like they were another state or something like like our election. It just shows. The, I don't know. The amount of gravity that America I, has. I, it's weird. Does it or is it just that Australia and us are just BFFs? No, and they just really I, seem to care about us. No, because I think I've heard the same thing about like uh, like Japan. I don't know. You know? Funny you should say that because I'm going there tomorrow. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Taking another uh, rushed weekend trip. Micro trip. And uh, I'm doing it because <laughs> the flights are empty because everyone's bailing on going to Japan because of coronavirus. Right. There that. are well, 242 you... seats open That's... on a 350-seat plane tomorrow. I, I, wouldn't you just cancel the flight? At that point, like, don't they weigh they, that option? I don't option? think they can oh. because the the plane has to go there to come back to bring people back. And I'm, I think there's um, federal regulations that say they have to. Well, they I have heard, and this is highly illegal or highly. They'll they'll claim there's a mechanical error, mm. but regardless, they have to go back. They have to get those people right. that are you know booked round trip on them right back that's so. true so if they're gonna make more money coming back that's probably when they make up something if it's not more money on the way back you know that's probably why tickets are so expensive to begin with it probably doesn't need to cost four thousand dollars for an economy seat to go to japan right it's probably because it's a risk uh, yeah it's it's a gamble you yeah. know <laughs> half the year it's gonna pay off the other half it's not well apparently japan didn't do a very good job with uh i mean they quarantined people everybody on the diamond princess right but then when they let people off they didn't quarantine them. Like, people were just hopping in cabs. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the people that came back to the U.S. were quarantined again. They were, because we we brought them back. Yeah, Life Flight hovers above my that? house. Oh, it's a helicopter. <laughs> we can hear Life Flight, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they... I don't think they quarantined them in Japan. The people who came back, we did, right? Mm-hmm. But now, there's like a, a woman, what, two hours south of Tokyo... Who infected like her whole congregation <laughs> in this Christian church she goes to? Like, like seriously, forty people mm. are infected because of her. Great, yeah. I mean, only I think only two people in Japan have died, and they're both in their eighties. Yeah, they were eighty-four. I I, I did some research because I was like, "Is this am, am I okay?" And so many people bell on the flight. Like, yeah. should I really be worried? 
and yeah, the two people that died were had previous health conditions, and they were eighty four and eighty five. Typical. So I mean, right. if they would have got the flu here, they would have died too. So right. it's not like uh, I will say this: I heard Tom Cotton. Now I don't like Tom Cotton. He Republican. I don't know who that is. He sounds like a cartoon character. Though. <laughs> he's a Republican representative. He's he's pretty out there. He kind of spreads these conspiracy theories. But I watched a speech he was giving um, on the floor of the House. I think he's a representative, not a senator. Anyway, I don't know. Um, but he was saying he was basically implicating China with coronavirus. He's like basically telling the audience, "Did you know that the only I can't remember the name level four biohazard facility." is in Wuhan where they would be storing and or making something like this. Mm. So he was like, they, they spread it on either on purpose or got out of this facility. Wasn't that debunked <laughs> already though? I have no idea because it was the, it's the, it's the company that has a logo that looks just like the umbrella corp from resident evil. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was just watching his speech because what he was saying was, He's worried that China's lying to us again, like well, like they did with SARS. Why wouldn't they? Well, they did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. So they tend to do that. But I was like, oh man, if they did this on purpose, that's. Uh... So I had a, I had a theory though. Yeah. Because I think last week or sometime they finally said, "Hey, we'll let the WHO in, WHO in, the, the band, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll let uh, we'll let." the Centers for Disease Control from America come in, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me take this conspiracy one step further. Mm-hmm. I think they purposely released it, but it wasn't efficient enough at killing people. Mm. It was just getting them sick. Right. So they're like, let's clean this one up. We'll make it worse. Re-release it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy at work I was telling, he's like, what if they make it, you know, so it's genetic, it only infects a certain type of genetic makeup of a person? I'm like, well, then you have a master race. Oh. That's, you know, that's what... Uh, do you think China would do that? I don't know. No one knows what China does. They're the most secretive big country. What about North Korea? They're the most secretive small country. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. So I told my mom I was going to to Japan, and she's kind of like freaking out. She's like, you're going to get coronavirus, and you're closer to to being like kidnapped and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> mom... You know that Tokyo is in Japan, not North Korea, right? right. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to get kidnapped. First of all, if you got kidnapped by North Korea, that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, because then I, I mean, I'd have so much material on I this know. show. You're right. I'd be able to, like, I'd get Bill, you know what? I'd be Bill Clinton on it's here. It's true. When we got, when I event, hopefully got released, we would skyrocket oh, to the sure. top. For sure. Because huh. I, would, I'd ha- <laughs> I would have, you know, the Secretary of State on here. Uh, William Jefferson, you know, because he's the one who freed the hostages a couple years ago. So after this coronavirus dies down, I might need to go to the North Korean border. Just, you know, you know and, just, yeah, you're just a tourist. You go to Seoul and you just happen to step across the border. Whoops. Yeah. And then we ha- perfect plan. We've got to hmm. take this out of this episode now. Yeah. Because if they find out we did it on purpose, the government won't save you. Oh, they're no. not going to save me anyways. I thought they don't negotiate with terrorists. Oh, we always do. Okay. We brought people home this year or last year. Trump did. Oh, from uh, South or from North Korea, and I think from Iran. He's always negotiating. Oh, well, that's good, I guess. You got Americans, man. You can't take Americans unless it's Jamal Khashoggi. <laughs> Speaking of Americans, yes. 
So I went to uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> you've been there, right? You know, what yeah. it, it's a yeah. It's I a, bought a machete for Ethan. There. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I went there to look for earplugs because uh, my sister's having a baby, and I just feel like I'm going to need them. You just need to get the because I, li- I live with her, not the <laughs> I live in my sister's basement. You just need to get the new AirPods. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So I went there and I walked in, and I immediately felt like people were were looking at me. Like, yeah. I wasn't wearing like a Bernie Sanders shirt or anything, but I can just tell that guy's yeah. a fucking liberal. <laughs> I'll kick his ass. <laughs> Seriously, felt like MAGA country, man. There were so many people in there. Yeah. Like, oh, I just was like, this is. I can this, tell by your shoes. This is something man. I know. What right? you got Vans on? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was very weird. Oh, man. And then the other day at work. Because uh, we're right across the street from the convention center in Salt Lake, yeah, and I'm seeing all these these people and red hats and and camo, and I'm like, what is going on? Is there a is there a mega red hats and camo? Red hats, camo, all sorts of stuff. Isn't that funny, and they're all they're all going to the convention center. I'm like, is is there a rally? Is there a rally, yeah. But it turns out it's just a hunting expo. <laughs> but they still have mega hats. Yeah. On. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I just was surprised. But anyway. One thing to go with your fatigues is a MAGA hat. Oh, yeah. So I, I have the hat in here somewhere. Oh, oh, I got to tell you the one story about Sportsman's Warehouse. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm at that because I get my earplugs that I want, and I'm in line at the checkout. And yeah. the guy in front of me, he uh, he puts his card in the, the chip reader. Sure. Okay, and this cashier is an old dude who definitely is a, a MAGA. <laughs> that's irrelevant. I'm, that's stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that's no, probably I've rude. seen it. It is proven <laughs> that that MAGA people always put the card in upside down. No. They can't. Uh, no, they no, can't. no. I don't think the customer was. He actually, oh, I think okay. me and him might have been on the same page. <laughs> but <laughs> the cashier, the cashier, the, the card is giving him an error okay. or something. It's not working. So the cashier takes the guy's card and he said, oh, sometimes these chips just need to be warmed up. And he, he, he like, rubs the card, and then he blows the hot air off. Oh. Like, what the? Just, what the? <laughs> is this really happening? You just blew your hot. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts it in the reader, and it's still not working. And he goes, oh, I forgot I hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> really, he just wanted to... Yeah. <laughs> to breathe hot air on the, on just, the chip. Just like, really? That's no no room for management's been like, hey, Larry, listen. Just push the We know that man. you think that uh, <laughs> that blowing on the card reader chips oh. helps, but it actually, you're just, it doesn't. You're just spreading your... I don't even know why we still have those. Every country I've gone to, you just tap to pay. Well, every country six years ago was on the chip. Mm. You know, when I went to England... What was that? Five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, I went there with. I have several credit cards, mm-hmm. and Ashley and I went to an Indian restaurant in uh, in York. So yeah. in the middle, kind of it's in Howick, in this middle of nowhere, this town. Right. Mm-hmm. We found this Indian restaurant. It was really good, but I go to pay, and they're like, "Your card doesn't have a chip." I'm like, "I know. This is what I have, though." Because it didn't have a chip at the time. Uh-huh. They had to bust out like this old reader, like blow, blow the dust off, <laughs> dial it up, and then swipe my card. So when I went to England, I didn't have a – they just – Wells Fargo just barely sent me the – The tap? The tap. And yeah. I didn't have that when I went to England. And they were giving me the same looks like – how You don't tap? Like, yeah. They're like <laughs> – 
seriously, I yeah. caused I at the grocery store I went to. I had I caused a manager to have to come because I had to sign that, something. That's what happened. I'm just like yeah. really. That's what happened. The restaurant. I'm like, okay. They swiped my card and it was on like one of those extension phone cords. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they had to call me over like put in your pin. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's good stuff. You know, we're we're behind a lot of stuff here, but uh, yeah, we're, we're always. Do. You know, speaking of being behind, yeah. When, when you go to prison, you're likely to <laughs> <laughs> just as an FYI. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, Colbert has been on break, you know, off and on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've had to watch some more documentaries than I usually do, and I picked one the other day uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. called. Long shot. Have you heard about this? Have I've you seen the this? movie? Have you heard about it? <laughs> I've heard about the movie Long Shot um, with Seth Rogen and Charlize. Oh yeah, I recently watched that. So this is a doc. Yeah, but it's Long not. Shot. It's not about that. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's about a guy named Juan uh, Catalan. I think I don't know if that's how you say it. Catalan. Okay, and basically he gets accused of murder. Um, First of all, how bad would that suck? If you, I've actually been watching a lot of documentaries about people getting falsely oh, yeah. accused of murder. Even if you did it, <laughs> <laughs> even if you did it, how bad would that suck to to be arrested and be accused? Right? You know, you know. It's just you're like Tom Segura was right. Get a lawyer. Yeah. All these people. I'm watching one. I started watching one today. That's exclusively. It's a, a, a multi-part series, and each episode is about a different person who may or may not have committed it. Yeah. But these cops like wait, is it badger the, them? I'm a killer. Yeah. 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 I've they badger them so much yeah. that they just are like, okay, it's Brendan Dassey. I did it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Just get me out of here. Yeah. That's why when we had Jake McFarlane Esquire, when we had him on the show, uh-huh. we asked him. You know, now he's not a criminal lawyer but he is a lawyer nonetheless and that was his advice yeah always always before you talk to the police police don't want you to get a lawyer no just and first of all if you're not being detained just leave right you know if you're being detained okay right lucky for one one he did get a lawyer um and um a pretty good lawyer i can't remember he he's gotten other people off the but anyway, Jackie Childs. <laughs> it's Kramer's mm, lawyer. Oh. <laughs> no. I told you to put the bomb on. Who told you to put the bomb on? <laughs> so uh, basically, this guy is like, uh, he, he kind of fits the description, sort of. Yeah. There's one witness, and then there's a um, a sketch artist oh. does a rendering, and it kind of looks like this guy. When did we accept that? I don't know. And he just happened to be coming home around the same time as this all happened. Sure. So, um, so he doesn't have an alibi. He does. Okay. Sort of. Okay. And his alibi is that he is at a Dodgers. He went to a Dodgers game. Okay. Uh, with his little daughter. And they, they brought in his daughter to the courtroom and, you know, she's small. Like, right. I can't remember how. It was like five or something. I was just thinking, like, how else would you prove that? Well, Okay, hard. This is gonna get like even if you had a stub, you're like that's not actually. This proof. guy, this guy, this is a miracle. What happened? All right. So this lawyer is super good, and he knows this guy's innocent. So he starts pouring. He goes to the Dodgers. I guess he's he's a pretty connected lawyer, so he knows uh, some of the the higher ups of the Dodgers. He gets in there and he uh, gets to the tapes of 
of the recording of the game that night. Okay. Okay. Just hoping for a miracle. Right. Yeah. And uh, he goes through every single tape, and he he finds a shot, but it's too uh, it's too far away. It's too blurry to really see. You know, without a doubt, that it's him. Sure. So, you know, there's there's the possibility of it being him, but it's still looking like he's this guy's going to get sent to prison or yeah. forever. You know, for life. I can't remember if he got sentenced or not. Anyway, so um, there's a show called Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, that you love. I love it. You know, and um, turns out they just happened to be shooting an episode. Oh my gosh! That <laughs> night, okay, at at this ballpark pretty near the section and the way they were doing it because i guess larry david had insisted that it be at dodger stadium that that it be a dodgers game okay and that remember this episode he picks up a hooker because he has an extra yes to to get through the (laughs) The carpool carpool lane right (laughs) so um he insisted be uh at the ballpark and the producers were like how are we going to do this so they they set it up at the ballpark, but they've got a lot of wide angle shots and far away cameras, and you know, and they're told they can film there, but they can't really s- stop people from getting up and moving around. You know, it's not going to be a production area. Sure, you know, because sure. a lot of times in sports stuff, they'll they'll wait till after the game, right? And then they'll say, "Hey, if you guys stay, you'll be in this movie," and right. people do because you know they want to say they were in Angels in the Outfold or whatever. Right. But this is not the case. It's during the game, and so there's all these shots of this section, and there is um, a shot uh, of going down one of the aisles. And it shows um, Juan walking down the aisle with his daughter and sitting down. That's bananas. Okay. But that's not where it ends. Because unfortunately, uh, even though his alibi of being at the game checks out, the game ends and um, the girl is murdered um, before – well, it would have been right around potentially when he would be getting to that area. Okay. Okay. so they're asking him, well, what else did you, did you stop? Did you do anything? So they got, uh, he stopped and he bought baseball cards and his daughter testified to that. And they have, uh, I think credit cards and receipts and stuff. Yeah. But then they had to use, um, because he called his or his wife called him, um, it pinged off a cell tower that was right by the stadium. And basically it, it indicated that he would have, would not have been able to, be uh in that area right to kill that person and this went all the way to trial oh yeah so was this discovery made and it was a it was a lawyer who had never uh, a prosecutor who had never lost a murder case but was was the discovery made during the trial because i find it really strange that the defense could have discovery which they have to disclose well right? they have to disclose to the prosecution standard discovery rules yeah and you show this to the prosecutor, why would they continue with the case? Why wouldn't they just drop the charges? You have the evidence right here. I th- Maybe they didn't go to trial. Maybe it was just because I don't think there was a, a jury or anything. Like in the documentary, it didn't show or anything? Well, there was courtroom scenes, but I don't remember there being a jury. So, like, is that just a hearing or something? Could have been or, a pretrial yeah. or even arraignment. But oh, anyway. wait, no, the discovery. Oh. Because th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure both sides have to disclose what they found. Right. I'm, I I know the prosecution does. 
I'm pretty sure the defense does. So there's there's no bombshells. There's no bombshell evidence that would just waste the court's time, right? Right. If you've got evidence that exonerates someone, why go through all the rigmarole? Just tell the prosecution and see if they'll drop the case. Well, it was a really hardcore prosecutor from what I understand. It uh, just pisses me I, off. I don't know. Watch the documentary. Right. It's called The Long Shot. It was pretty good. It wasn't really that long. It was like an hour and a half maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's just interesting how – Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David saved this guy's life, essentially. And it ended up being uh, four gang members that killed this girl, and they were later identified and taken to jail. Of course they were, because the police actually went and did their job. Yeah. After they let this guy off, they're like, oh, we were wrong. And for not having been in jail, I don't think he was in jail for an exorbitant amount of time. But he got $320,000 out of it. Oh, nice. You know, I would go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) I would do a year. Yeah. I would do a year in jail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of jail, freaking Roger Stone. Oh, yeah. That happened today. What a mess. You know this guy has a tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back? (laughs) On his back? Dead serious. Look, Google it. Like a back tattoo? Roger Stone has a massive tattoo. Uh, Maybe it's not massive. He has a tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back because he idolizes the man. All right, weirdo. He's a Trump advisor. He gets convicted. Weird glasses. If you're not, if you haven't, been, <laughs> if you does. haven't been following That's the news, so weird. He looks like the penguin. What a weirdo. If you haven't been following the news, Roger Stone, longtime advisor of Trump through 2016, he lied to the FBI. He lied to Congress to cover up Russian interference, um, and he threatened witnesses. So he got convicted on all these counts of witness tampering, lying, obstruction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you followed this story? Uh, which part? The, the four prosecutors recommended oh, seven to nine years. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Attorney General Barr stepped in right. and said that's absurd. Right. Minutes later, Trump tweeted how that's absurd. Mm-hmm. And the Justice Department then recommended a lesser sentence. Now, the judge sentenced him today, and she sentenced him to 40 months and a $20,000 fine. All right. Do you think that's fair? No, I think you should go longer. He lied to the what FBI. Is, what is 40 years? What is that? 40 months. It's less than months. four years. Less than four years for lying to Congress, lying to the FBI, and witness tampering. I, 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 I don't know the guidelines, but these four prosecutors certainly did. Yeah, they quit, right? They quit. One of them resigned completely from the Justice Department. Three of them just withdrew from – the other three just withdrew from the case. Also, 1,100 uh, previous – yeah, Justice, uh, prosecutors Justice Department. Were, yeah. I think it was just Justice Department Justice, officials. Okay. They wrote a letter of disgust. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, is, it's been a whole mess because – and then Barr went on the TV and said, uh, you know, Trump needs to stop tweeting about my cases. He can't. He's not letting me do my job. Mm-hmm. And then there was a source that leaked uh, that he might resign because of it. Right. But anyway, besides that though, he, Roger Stone's totally going to be pardoned by Trump. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Hmm. He just pardoned Rod Blagojevich. Yeah, why do I know that guy? When Barack Obama was elected president, uh-huh. his Senate seat in Illinois was vacated. It's, when that happens, it's the governor's job to fill that seat. He appoints someone, okay? Okay. He was trying to sell it. Oh. He got caught on tape by the FBI trying to sell the Senate seat and got sentenced to, I think, 14 years. And he served eight, and Trump commuted his sentence yesterday. Got bad hair. Why? Why? Because why? he's his buddy. He he's was on The con- Apprentice with him. He was on The Apprentice, but he's a Democrat. 
Rod Blagojevich so is, is Trump. Demo- That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if you saw this. He he went on a pardoning spree, which yeah, is I really did. strange. Usually, presidents wait till the end of their term when there's no election to worry about. Well, yeah. And then today he said about Roger Stone, he said, I'd rather see the process play out. I'd rather see Roger exonerated, which means that as soon as Roger appeals and loses, Trump's going to pardon him. Right. Like, there's no doubt. And the other thing is, here's what pisses me off. Roger Stone gets convicted and sentenced today. Mm -hmm. But because they're waiting for appeal and a possible retrial, he's still out on bail. Oh, really? How the fuck does that make any sense? I don't (laughs) understand. If you got picked up for robbery and went to jail... And you even bailed out that day. Let's say you bailed out that day, right? Mm-hmm. But then you went to trial and were convicted. You don't get to go home pending appeal. I've heard of people doing that before. I don't get that. I'm, but I'm no, white. You, you were so just I convicted. Mean, you were just convicted of a crime. It just depends if you're a flight risk, I guess. I don't <laughs> but know. But no, you've been convicted. You're not, we're not waiting for the trial any longer. You were just convicted no, of the yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. Like, the. People are usually cuffed and taken right to no, prison I've or heard right to jail. Several times when they've been, they've told them, you know, get your stuff in order, report to jail. That happens a lot, actually. And maybe that's what the case with federal crimes. That's right. true. That's true. Maybe it's only violent crimes where they take them away immediately. Right. Okay. Nevertheless, that's weird. Yeah, like, it's kind of lame. You, <laughs> you've been convicted of this crime. You've got a year to before you report to prison. But you're right. Now that I think about it, you're right. That was like the whole plot of Orange is the New Black. Remember that at the beginning? She, oh, yeah. She just, yeah. She's reporting. So anyway, I don't know the rules. But Roger <laughs> Stone's an asshole, and he's probably going to be pardoned by Trump because he's a buddy. And so he's just pardoning criminals all over the place. Well. Uh, speaking of local criminals. I'll do that. Well, well, speaking of criminals, let's go local. Okay. Let's bring it home to Utah. A woman who police say caused serious injuries to her 16-year-old son because she thought he was sexting and looking at porn, was charged with Thursday with felony child abuse. Well, what other option did she have? <laughs> she had to save his soul. Leontine Taft is her name, if I'm saying that right. <laughs> of Salt Lake City is facing a count of child abuse. Wait, what's her name? Leontine. Leon? L-E-O-N-T-I-N-E. In October, a 16-year-old boy was sitting on a couch watching a movie with his mother while texting a friend on his iPad. According to charging documents, uh, the mother thought her son was sexting and looking at pornography. When the boy refused to go to his room, Taft dragged him off the couch, kicked him in the ribs, and yelled at him. The teen yelled back. The boy stated that his mother hit him, choked him, and then when the boy didn't go down, she picked up a Halloween candle holder, (laughs) fucking candlestick, (laughs) and hit the boy in the head with it. Uh, She also bit his ear. And the boy what bit her. The, heck? the boy bit her arms to get away. Freaking Mike Tyson and Clue. We have Mike Tyson and Clue happening in the same story here. Uh, the boy received two staples in his head from being hit. Hundred thousand arrest warrant. So what? that's the beginning of our of the Utah porn debacle that we're going to talk about. Oh, I wish I had a sounder for this. <laughs> it should be like a. Uh. <laughs> This storm—it's <laughs> always works. Kill your children. It's a um, porn storm. Oh wait, no. Hold on. Hold on. Wants to mess with it. Come immediately. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. Come, come, come immediately. So what else is happening with porn in Utah? It's Utah. You know how there's some uh, things that are labeled like 
is known to cause cancer in California? Yes, a lot of things. Most things actually have that on it. So Utah's <laughs> doing this with porn. I seriously, I, what is it I opened the other day? It was something completely random to say, this is known by the state yeah, of California. It's like, a ba- like a baseball hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on <What>? the tag. <laughs> Neoprene or something. Yeah. So that's basically what Utah has done a few years ago. They labeled it a public health crisis. Um, roll, pornography. I'm going to roll my eyes. And uh, they're basically trying to say it is known to the state of Utah to cause stress and dis- depression and disorders in, in youth. Okay. Well, according to the state of Spencer, it does the opposite of that. But. <laughs> Makes it feel great. <laughs> Once again, this show is brought to you by Bang Bros. <laughs> you took a drink. I almost got into a spit take. Um, so now just to put this in perspective, the Utah legislature is in session for 45 days a year, Mm -hmm. 45 days. That's it. Okay. And they've decided that one thing's very important. They had to create a letter. They created a letter to send to Trump to thank him for his, what he's done for the state. What has he done for the state? I don't know. They, oh. they like what he did for Bears Ears. It, they only did it because Mitt voted for impeachment. So that's one thing they did in, during this 45 days is the Republicans in the state house. Oh, we, do, we, we didn't get to talk about that, Mitt, yeah. Mitt voting we for didn't. impeachment. We didn't. We will. Uh, but the second thing that they're doing is making a bill requiring pornography to carry a warning label about the harmful effects of exposure the state believes it can have on minors. It was approved by the House Judiciary Committee on Tuesday. Um, and the comments – on KSL are hilarious. Oh, I didn't even think to. Oh, my gosh. So the bill requires this warning. This is the text they're going to have, okay? I guess on a website or whatever. Exposing minors to pornography is known to the state of Utah to cause negative impacts to brain development, emotional development, and the ability to maintain intimate relationships. Such exposure may lead to harmful and addictive sexual behavior, low self-esteem, and the improper objectification of and sexual violence towards others, among numerous other harms. None of that is scientific fact. No, it's just somebody's (laughs) opinion. None of it. None of it. In fact, the majority of the science disagrees with that. But nevertheless, that's the – they, what they want on there. And the comments usually on KSL really piss me off, but some of them were like, uh, next up, we got to put a label on water, calling it water. And <laughs> this water is known by the state of Utah to be water. To be water. Because, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure porn is, all, is already required to have a warning label on it. I, uh, at not, least they all do it, it seems like. How would you. How would I know that? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, when I've stumbled on to right, right, right. You know, I was typing in you know KSL and accidentally typed in Pornhub. I don't know what happened. My my fingers slipped off the home row. You know, I couldn't feel a little thing on my index fingers. I don't know what happened. What? I- okay, but I didn't see anything because there was a warning. Yeah, but what is this supposed to accomplish? Nothing. So I'm a I'm a I'm a 16 year old kid or a 35 year old man or a 35 year old man. And you stumble, and I, I, I'm looking. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna look at porn, and so the little thing comes up that says, "This is known by the state of Utah." I'm like, get, can we get, get away from get, here? I don't want to hear my this state isn't name. Going, this isn't going to stop <laughs> anyone from looking that, was, that wants to look at porn. That was one of the comments, though. Yeah, this this will give people the the second chance to think about what they're about to do. I'm like. <laughs> Why? There like, should be okay. How about this then? Okay, let's let's make it even then. How about 
if you pull a gun, the first time you pull the trigger, it puts out a little pop flag <laughs> and says, in the state of Utah, this is known to perhaps kill people. Do you want to pull the trigger again? Right. That should be the first the first or shot. Or what about one before they join the church? You know, like <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this has been known to cause stressful behavior, yeah. <laughs> depression and anxiety and increase suicide risk. Yeah. Which is entirely true. Uh anyway. This I just is don't what, get uh, why they see the need to police us when they're a conservative group. Yeah, less who government. Are supposedly want less government, right? Unless it's something that, for some reason, you know that every sponsor of this is addicted to porn. Oh, of course, uh, he of has course. to be, right? Well, of course. Like, why else would he? And the only reason, or at the very least, the only, looks at porn. The only reason this is getting any traction is because no one wants to be the senator that is. Uh, oh, I don't. I, I gotta. I don't look at porn because you know. <laughs> right. Then their their ward is gonna right. look at them, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, brother Johnson looks at porn. He right. he, he opposed the porn bill." Yeah. Either that, or they're getting underground pressure from the the church. Well, which I'm gonna talk about. Me. I'm gonna talk about that one in a second. But I did ask Ashley uh-huh. yesterday. Right. I said, "How many times have you stumbled onto a pornographic website?" She's like, "I don't. I don't think I ever have." And I got thinking objectively, like uh-huh. just objectively, if you're listening to this, comment on our Facebook page how many times you think in the last 10 years you've accidentally stumbled onto a porn site. And I'm not saying it's because you accidentally clicked on your history or, <laughs> or, or accidentally clicked on your favorite. I'm saying you were trying to go to a different website. Like, so she works with the company Stripe. Uh-huh. credit card processor and she said one time she accidentally typed strip.com and i don't know let's look what that is real quick oh you can do that on the work computer <laughs> oh look there's a parental advisory so even if i was you know accidentally there's an advisory even though there's a look at that a naked chick up at the top oh um yeah what's that site again it's strip.com oh. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that, that some proponents are saying is that every website, porn website, should have a .xxx should be the web address. I'm like, well, then you're just given – if you're really worried about your kids, then they can just type in any word <laughs> .xxx and know that it will be porn. So anyway. Oh, it's, it's so stupid. I just – I don't know. So those those are two things that the – I just don't understand this whole porn is a health crisis and – Main reason I don't understand it is because this is the only state that seems to be having the that quote the unquote crisis. crisis, right? And I think it's less of a health crisis and more of a have to go talk to the bishop crisis, right? And not go on a mission crisis or right. something because, I, yeah, I I know <laughs> I just don't I know I don't know. Man. So those are two things that the legislature is wasting their forty five days on. Here's a third one. You ready? Yeah, decriminalizing polygamy. Oh yeah, I saw that. I heard about that. No, I've listened to both sides. You know, um, mm-hmm. people who were former polygamists on both sides. One saying that uh, women who are forced into polygamy are threatened that they can't tell anybody because it's against the law, so they'll go to jail. Right. I've heard that. So the theory is if we make it uh, not a criminal act, that more women who are in bad situations will be able to escape. Right. Right. It doesn't decriminalize things like the incest and uh, young children that Warren Jeffs was doing. Right. But like uh, sister wives would right. be legal. 
Um, isn't that like becoming a thing now? The whole polyamorous relationship business. Isn't sure. That? It's just interesting how on almost everything else that the legislature brings up, the church has a view. And now they want to decriminalize... Wait, the church that is politically neutral? Right. They want to decriminalize polygamy, and I'm like, well, where does the church stand? Because this is interesting. Mm -hmm. This is interesting, because the church was pro-polygamy back in the day. Right. They got rid of it to get statehood. Correct. That was why. And now it's like, wait, we can bring it back? (laughs) Nobody say anything. Nobody, Nobody... Nobody move. Nobody say anything. Where's Where's Eric Hawkins? Tell him to go lock himself in a room. We don't want to make any statements. <laughs> uh, another woman who was a former uh, sister wife said that uh, she disagrees with this. She believes that polygamy makes women property. And I, I can't disagree with her. So I really have no stance on this. The liberal in me is like, sure, why not? I don't care. Right. Uh, but the, I don't know. The other side of me is like, well, I, maybe we're looking at this from the wrong angle. You know what I mean? Maybe we should be looking at tackling the ones who are victims, right? Like maybe if you want to be polygamous, you need to talk with a justice of the peace by yourself and ask if it's under duress. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe we're looking at it from the wrong way and maybe that's right. just a first step. Anyway, it's just interesting the stuff that our legislature decides to debate um, you know, they always like bringing a good name to the state of Utah. Yeah. So we're going to, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. It, it, like we need to put a warning label on porn and decriminalize <laughs> p- p- uh, polygamy, the stereotype that we've been trying to get away from right. for the last hundred years. Right. Um, what? Imagine, yeah, a local news network in Atlanta is like in Utah, they have decriminalized polygamy and decided to put an extra warning label on pornography. We're, isn't that like a weird juxtaposition? Unless it's polygamous pornography, then you're fine. Then it's fine. No warning needed. In fact, it'll be your new Utah homepage. If you go to utah.gov, it takes you to pro-polygamy. It's seriously such – it's so embarrassing. Yeah. I Please, let's vote these freaking people out oh, of the office. so weird. It's so ridiculous. I also heard on the radio coming home today that Utah has a $900 million surplus this year. Uh, but the funds have to be allocated towards education. Okay. okay? Go towards um, my student loan debt. No, public <laughs> education. Ah, public education. So that being said, when you account for the fact that that money has to go to education, we're uh-huh. actually negative $50 million oh. on the budget. So in this fantastic economy, the most conservative state and one of the most successful economies in the union is actually in the red, except when it comes to public education. And they're – they're actually talking about lowering the budget so this doesn't happen again instead of just giving that fucking money to teachers, building schools, helping the inner city. Like, you have $900 million that, that's supposed to go to education. Teachers in Utah are already paid the least out of every state. They have the most kids per class. They have to pay for their own supplies, which they're trying to pass a bill that would give them a tax write-off for it. You know, they have to buy their own Kleenex. If I were a teacher, I just wouldn't. I just don't. I don't. Yeah, I'd have a blank classroom. Yeah, I don't know why that's like if I was <laughs> because I'm these not teachers, spending my own they money. love their kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't. You know, that's why I'm not a teacher. That's I what guess. makes them special. Because I would just be like, yeah, I'm not. But I'm not, you can wipe it on your sleeve. So I'm not claiming to know how that money is um, 
allocated. But in my opinion, if it's supposed to go to education, couldn't the legislature just vote to give every teacher a bump? A $900 yeah, million dollar bump? They keep talking about how great our economy is here, but no one's getting raises. Um, no one's making any more money. The cost of living keeps going up. Yeah, it's bar- the, it, By the way, yeah, the wage growth is barely ahead of inflation. Yeah. Just barely. Um, it's, it's, I don't think it's as, as cheery as, as they make it seem, but no, no, not for me at least. Um, but, um, I'm tired of, cause you know, the reason that they want to do this pornography thing is, um, it's a sin. Yeah. Right. It's a sin. And, uh, I'm, well, it depends re- on who you ask, but no, yeah, but well, I'm really tired of, that culture, yeah, that something is a sin. You are a sinner because you drink. Right. You are a sinner because you are gay. You are a sinner because you had premarital sex. That's not reality. The reality yeah. is that you, if you were to do that, you would be a sinner. If right. you believe that premarital sex is a sin, then if you were to do that, you would be a sinner. Right. To someone who does not believe that, right. they're not a sinner. They didn't sin. Who did they sin to? You? Right. Which is religious freedom. Right. Yes. That's what So, it, so yeah. you know, they're the basically- they put on it. They're basically saying, you guys are a bunch of sinners, according to us. Yeah. But they're not. No one that looks at porn that, that doesn't believe that it is a sin, quote unquote, a sin, is sinning. Right. And what is a sin anyway? I, I don't, like, I, 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 in my opinion- there's only we've talked about this before when when Christ was on the earth he had two rules love god and love your neighbor right this is not a religious podcast but that's really all he said now if you want to interpret that to mean well if you love god and love your neighbor you shouldn't drink alcohol <laughs> uh, or if you love god and love your neighbor correct me if i but did didn't jesus drink a lot of wine yeah you know Yes, yes. He turned uh, yeah. water into wine. And I, then <laughs> if I'm – the LDS people will be like, well, wine was different back then. But, but no, I no, don't think that no, it was. No, it wasn't because if it wouldn't have been called wine. <laughs> yeah. It would have been called grape, grape juice. juice. <laughs> yeah. um, he t- remember that parable where Jesus turned water into uh, schmuckers yeah. grape juice? <laughs> <laughs> Makes your lips smack. Yep. Uh yeah, I, I hate it too. And in fact, I saw an Instagram post from a girl in, uh, I think, Utah County somewhere in Orem Mm-mm. who said that the fifth student this year in her school has committed suicide. Yeah. Five. Five students because of the toxic environment of maybe being gay mm-hmm. or transgender or looking at pornography or even just masturbating. The guilt that's associated with it is driving kids to suicide. I, the I'm not being hyperbolic. That is yeah, the truth. Right. It, the, it, the statistics are there. So I, I just, did some uh, I did some quick math while we were talking, though, oh. to go back to the teachers. Oh. You take $900 million that they have a surplus of. Yeah. Divided by the 26,000 teachers that are in Utah, mm-hmm. we, could give, we could give each teacher a $34,000 raise per year. Wow. If the budget stays the same, it's $34,615 per teacher. Wow. But, or, or by three hundred and three thousand new textbooks but per year. Why do we do that when you know higher ups can make more money? And that's the thing, though, is they're frustrated because 
that money by law has to be given to education somehow, and they don't know what to do with it. They really can't think, what could we do with this money in the state with more children per capita than any other state? What could we possibly do? I don't know what we could do. I mean, maybe we just let it sit there and just gain interest for a rainy day. <laughs> Did it sound familiar? $200 billion later, or I, I don't, billion, whatever it is. I don't get it. Like I said, I just heard on the radio, I could be wrong on um, how it's appropriated, but it just seemed weird to me that they were even like, it sounded like they were depressed about it. Why weren't they like, holy shit, we have $900 million. We could totally help out our schools. You know? That's not, I don't know, man. I don't no, know. You know what we need to do? We need to pass a law to reallocate that to put a label on uh, beer now. Yeah, or they need to reallocate it for their inland port so somebody makes money. <sighs> man, there's so much freaking corruption in yeah. in government. Like, do we even need a government anymore? <laughs> Can't we just vote on our phone about... You'd think so. I mean, like... You'd think so. There's no uncorrupt politician that I could... Uh, they all... No. I don't know, I'll man. tell you what I ran into the other day huh. on Facebook. I ran into a group of nihilists. Now, they won't admit they're nihilists. They think that they're patriots, but they say that ta- all taxation is theft. Yeah, I've and, got a friend uh, who does that, post that a lot. Um, and that, you know, any sort of welfare, like Medicare and Medicaid, should be abolished uh-huh. because, you know, fuck the disabled. Um, yeah, I met this group, and I kind of had a conversation with them on Facebook. Um, some people were mean. Some people were just having a conversation. But I realized that there are nihilists among us who mm-hmm. don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Or anyone. Yeah. Because the way I view society and government is the way it's written in the Constitution, that it is for the people, by the people, of the people. Mm-hmm. So if the people decide in order to take care of our poor or disabled, we need to have a fund put together to help them, that's Medicaid right. and Medicare. So – and a lot of the argument I got was – and I had – there was one girl who said – she said this on the, on the text. It said, you know, people who are sick and can't do anything for themselves, they can either try and work it out themselves, they can try and get help from someone who loves them, or they die. And all three options are acceptable. I just blew my mind. Wow. I didn't know that people – I didn't know people thought like that. If it was someone that they knew, would do you think they'd feel the same way? No, was- because because their argument is just that. Their argument is that you shouldn't be forced to help. Mm-hmm. But no one would help. You're proving that right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if <laughs> it's the empathy tree, man. Yeah. And uh, I was just very, very surprised to run across this group. And and to, to – of course, these guys are right-leaning – well, I shouldn't say, of course, but they were, uh, and they they call themselves patriots. I'm like, well, so you you clearly don't believe in the government. I don't understand because you have a vote. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the way things are going, you can you can vote. Right. Now it might sound like an idealistic thing to say, but it is it's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, Trump was elected, you know, against uh-huh. the will of the people because of a system that was set up mm-hmm. with the electoral college. But it's the empathy tree, which brings me to another story. Ooh. Jenny Wilson, she ran for Senate last year or two years ago for Utah. 
Isn't she the mayor of Salt Lake County? Salt Lake County. Yeah, she took Ben Adams, Ben McAdams' spot. Mm-hmm. Who um, I do like. I would bear his children. Yeah. So she was <laughs> driving home the other day, and she was on State Street, I believe, in Salt Lake somewhere, and she saw a man on the ground. Um, I think he was seizing, or mm. you know, and he, she got out to see what was wrong. And in the meantime, someone else ran up. And could tell what was going on and gave him some naloxone, oh. which is, or Narcan, whatever you want to call it. Well, they're both the same, to offset an opioid overdose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she saw this and was so amazed by how, it, how well it worked that she publicly said, I want to I see Narcan everywhere. We need more of it now. Yeah, it, it's, I don't, I don't understand how, I, well, I don't understand, I guess, how an opioid overdose, what it what it does. I don't understand how it reverses it so quickly. That's, Do you want a quick neuroscience yeah, lesson? Yeah, I would. Because okay. it just, it's like, that's the craziest thing. Because sure. I've seen, there was an episode of uh, Cops or something where this guy got, um, what happened? Oh, I think he got some of the, uh, what's it called? The stuff that's super potent um, from trying Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. And he was overdosing. The oh, cop yeah. was he, because. Oh yeah, I saw that. Did you? And they yeah. gave him some Narcan, and he's just like nose. freaking out. And they gave him the Narcan. And it's like, right. like instant. It's and crazy. It hurts. So okay, quick, quick neuroscience lesson. We have morphine in our brains that's endogenous. It's just there. Uh-huh. It's what keeps us in a stasis, a homeostasis of pain-free versus when we need to feel pain. Right. Uh-huh. So it's always there, and it's keeping things in balance. Uh, opioids, heroin, fentanyl. Morphine, mm-hmm. um, Oxycontin, all of those opioids, they turn into morphine in the brain. Oh. And what morphine does is it suppresses – first of all, it gives you a high, right? It makes, it makes you tired, but it also suppresses the ability to breathe. Oh. The, it, it basically suppresses the neurons that, are, that tell your body to breathe. So when you, when you pass out because you're high, you normally would be automatically breathing, mm-hmm. Right. But if you have a pass out when you're high on an opioid, you stop breathing. So that's what happens. People suffocate or they start throwing up and they aspirate. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Narcan does, it's, it's actually really fascinating. <laughs> I love this stuff. So in the brain where these um, uh, neurotransmitter receptors are on the neurons that are accepting morphine, mm-hmm. okay, because all the drugs are turned into morphine before they enter the brain. So all of these neurons that normally take morphine to make you feel normal are being overloaded mm-hmm. with morphine and they make you feel great. It makes you feel high. It's, the, it's like the strongest high of almost any drug, um, the most addictive by far besides nicotine. Um, but what Narcan does is it goes into the brain and it's, it's, a, it's a morphine antagonist, so a morphine receptor antagonist. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine um, imagine a a neurotransmitter receptor is like a coin slot, okay? Mm-hmm. And it only fits one size of coin, and that's the morphine size. Right. So opioids are an agonist. They're the same size as that coin. Mm-hmm. Narcan goes in there and blocks all of those slots. Oh. So when you get it, if you got a shot of Narcan right now or up, uh, missed up the nose, mm-hmm. it would hurt like, a, like hell. You're, you would hurt. Your bones feel like they're breaking. It feels you, you hurt Ooh. because all of the endogenous morphine is also turned off. Okay. So I saw this happen on cops or on live PD. Guy was having an OD. Mm-hmm. They gave him Narcan, saved his life. But he was so pissed off because he was in so much pain, he had a hidden gun and he shot the cop. 
Oh, is that the the guy it's like by a bus on the bus? Yeah, and he killed the firefighter and a cop. Yeah, he was so mad and in so much pain because they gave him Narcan. Uh-huh. You know, it saves your life. It, it it allows your brain to breathe again, but it hurts. Right, like we, you don't realize how much endogenous morphine you have that's keeping you level. When all of that's blocked, everything in your body hurts because your brain's confused. Mm-hmm. Everything comes from the brain. So, stupid brain. There's your quick neuroscience lesson. It's the most fascinating thing. Is there a documentary about it? I don't, I don't know. I learned it in a textbook. <laughs> you read you read the textbook? In college, I did. You did? Yeah. Oh. It was fascinating. Can, real quick sidebar here. Caffeine's even cooler, by if the way. If I was in college now, I wish, I wish that Fiverr was a thing when I was in oh, college. Yeah. I would have never written a single paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much it costs. I no. would have paid well, to have all my papers there's written. There's people who would do it for like $8. Yeah, you know? in India. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to go through, comb you know, some of the grammar and right. stuff. But. So back to Jenny Wilson, though. I love that she came out hard pro-Narcan, mm-hmm. right? Let's get it on every police officer, every EMT. Let's give it to the public, everything. What I don't like is that it took this incident to do it. And this is the point we've talked about many times with the empathy tree that unfortunately for people to feel true empathy for someone's situation, they have to see it firsthand. So the question is, I'm not trying to condemn Jenny here, but the question is, why weren't you pro before? Did you not believe that this was a problem? Did you not know people were dying and that Narcan could save lives? Why did you have to see it on the street for you to all of a sudden care? Hmm. I know it's a weird thing to be mad about, but it, it, it got me a little, I was like, well, where were you six years ago? When Narcan was made available, you know, every police officer should have it. Well, if she's a politician, maybe she just was taking this opportunity to boost her. It's up. possible. It's possible. But it, I think it fell in line with our, awful. it fell in line with our, our uh, proof of concept mm-hmm. of an empathy tree. That unfortunately, oh, yeah. you, it's harder to grow a branch on your empathy tree if you don't see it firsthand. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It's. We're we're very disconnected from, uh, you know, y- just the other day there was what a mass shooting in Germany. Yeah, oh. a, a people. I I I don't. Yesterday. I don't. I don't know that, that I want to say I don't care, but I. You're desensitized. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're really disconnected from from the terrible things that happen in Africa and the Middle East. And, and part of that's our brain again. Our brain does that on purpose. If it must, because frankly, we couldn't handle it. Frankly, if I sit down and I start to think about all the terrible things that happen, you know, animal abuse and all the all these You want to go step in front of a truck. Yeah, You're you like, really it's seriously it's so yeah. debilitating. Right. It it almost just makes you cry. I've had that happen once cuz uh I was at a bird shop and there uh, a, a lady there that rescues parrots, she was telling me the story about one of the parrots she rescued and I'm just sitting there like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy yeah and to think that that happens and some of the parents don't get rescued right and it, it, when you start to think about all the terrible things right it seriously makes you cry and you just you can't you right. can't it takes it's amazing what it takes for people to start to feel for other people mm-hmm. you know during uh during the civil rights movement it was that picture of a cop with a dog that was lunging at a black boy right which is really interesting because if you look at the full story from that police officer and from the young man, mm-hmm. that's not what was happening. He was actually pulling the dog away. 
but they put that picture on every newspaper worldwide, and that sparked the move, like a change in the movement. To see a cop, what it looked like to see a cop forcing his German Shepherd onto a young black man in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. it people were outraged. Finally, you know, not realizing that, you know, three little girls were killed in a church. With a bomb, well, we didn't see pictures of that. Right. I didn't know them. You know, I can't identify with it. And it's just sad. I, and I don't know, man. The empathy tree is it a is, real thing. It is what it, you know, it is. And I don't know. It's tough because, again, if you did think about every horrible thing, yeah, how would we survive? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But I, back to this. It is rough. I think that, uh, you know what? We could afford Narcan if we even just cut one day from a cop's shooting range budget. Yeah. They could afford to have Narcan on them. There's a mist that goes in the nose or there's a shot, you know, that just like goes in your leg. Can they put it in bullets? Because then I would, <laughs> I would shoot him. You got to save his life. <laughs> Make sure you shoot him in the Did ass. Did you see that? <laughs> That the remember the the guy that drove the truck into the flower shop and then every cop in Utah. Yes. Did, did you, you see, see how many shots? It was 195 or something. <gasps> 15 police officers. And it was fired all 192. It was all ruled justified. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess what are they going to do? <laughs> you you but, could totally tell there were people that were just running up trying to get on the action. Like I've never shot my gun before. Yeah. Oh, dude. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, we know it. We remember we were talking about they were shooting into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> It just—it was ridiculous. Oh, 192 shots. Now yeah. the guy needed to be killed. Yeah, he but was shooting I, randomly. W- but. When you watch the video, it's like, oh. okay, come on. Remember, the, and the cop was hiding behind that civilian's car. Oh yeah, remember that he almost got run over yeah. by. It? <laughs> Can't hide behind a civilian, man. Oh. oh. Anyway, um, well, we have a. We can talk about the debate. Should we take a break first? Let's see. What do you want to do? We probably should. I guess. Let's take a break. Okay, because we got to talk about the uh, the little quiz we both took. Oh yeah, wow, we have a lot left. Um, <laughs> this may be, I think we're already at an hour. This may be a record-setting episode. This may be. Uh, yeah. Why is my music not playing? Because when we come back, we have a few random headlines. Probably going to get through those pretty quick. Debate update. Because we've got to talk about the debate last night. Uh, preferred candidates, uh, the quiz that we took about candidates, and a reprise of oh, is it the uh, Onion oh, versus Infowars? It's back, baby! I found one. I thought you said people didn't like that. I don't care. No, you know what? Mark <laughs> asked for it. Mark asked for it on Facebook. Oh, so it's okay. for Mark. All right. When we come back, all of that and probably more because we'll ramble and what have you. Crap, there's people of color. I just know I'm going to say something dumb. No, you're not. Just stick to your words. <sighs> look, folks. Look, look. Come on now. I mean, jeez, folks. Trump, Ukraine, Iran. This isn't who we are. Look, look, look. I'm telling you. You know what I mean, folks? My aunt was right. You rock. 
I threw in some words we didn't agree on. I hope that's okay. Hey, so how do I pass sweeping legislation anyway? All right, here are the unredacted Epstein jet flight logs. That's all the leverage you need, chickpea. Oh, sorry. I'll let it slide this time. Holy shit! Crazy, right? Bill Clinton took an eight-hour flight from Palm Beach to West Palm Beach. This is the Arctic Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey everybody, we're back. If you like random headlines, now would be a great time to go to whatever app you're using to listen and leave us a review. It could be five stars, love random headlines. That's it. Well, yeah, because before we came on, I asked Brian if we even needed to do random headlines because I didn't think anybody liked them. And I had a full-on meltdown he, where I peed in Literally, his face. I have to buy a new computer now because yeah. he threw it across the room. Yeah, I couldn't believe that you would even consider. I, I this I has been know. since episode one. That's true. Like, this is our longest standing. It is a staple. Um, Much like the staples in that young man's head who was not looking at poor. I just realized I don't have the music for InfoWars. Because <laughs> we haven't done it. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Um, random headlines. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. <clears throat> Look at the light. Woo. Dagmar, which is a terrible name. Dadmar? Dag. Oh, Dagmar. Dagmar. Turner, a 53-year-old management consultant and passionate lover <laughs> of being a violinist oh. <laughs> that's good that's from good. the isle of white wit had white. <laughs> i don't know had a tumor removed at king's college hospital mm. she was worried she may lose her musical skills not a tumor <laughs> so she suggested she be allowed to play the violin during the operation. Wow. Yeah. Um, We're just all about the brain today. Yeah, I know. Surgeons mapped her brain, opened the skull, and then got her to play the violin as the tumor was removed. That's fantastic. Footage shows her picking up the instrument during the surgery and playing scales with her eyes shut. Uh, This was the first time I've had a patient play an instrument, he said. One of the doctors. Love it. Uh, We managed to remove over 90% of the tumor, including all the areas suspicious of aggressive activity. Man, I would be so pissed. What? You you were in there and you got 90%. I know, right? What? what, what? Over 90%. (laughs) Hey, I have a story for this. Yeah? My sister had a brain uh, tumor removed. Really? When, let's see, she was... Uh, maybe eighteen or nineteen. Wow, she's she uh, is epileptic, and they found this. She had a seizure in the doctor's office before an MRI, oh. so they were able to see exactly where it was. It lit up. It looked like a walnut. Wow! But they woke woke her up too because it was right over Broca's and and Wernicke's area, which is for speech. Uh huh. And yeah, they would they would touch a spot that they thought they needed to cut, and they would ask her to say something like say the Pledge of Allegiance or the ABCs, and she. If she couldn't talk or was like, then they would know not to cut there, you know? But yeah, they so they weird. do that in brain surgery a lot, especially for any, let's say it was near like uh, the primary motor cortex. They uh-huh. would have you move your fingers, stuff like that. Crazy. Make sure they don't. Because if they cut it out, it doesn't grow back, it grow back in the brain. No. Your neurons grow back in the peripheral nervous system, like your arms and legs, mm-hmm. but not in the brain. We don't know why. 
It's fascinating shit. Man. But yeah, they woke her up too. You know what I was thinking just the other day? Because I was watching, I don't remember, it was an old, they were making fun of old sci-fi and how, you know, they used to think that in 1994 we'd be, you know, warp speed and right. outer space and what have you. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, we should have been thinking that. We went to the freaking moon yep. in the 60s. I'll tell you why. And now we want, we, we're, I just feel like. I get angry every time I watch Star Trek because I'm like, <laughs> why is this not right. us now? Listen, Spencer, we've talked about this. Yeah. What are the two things that always perpetuate an advancement in technology? War. War. And porn. And porn. What could we possibly do with warp drive that would help us with porn or with war? I don't know. Trump must know because of Space, space Force. Force. Yeah. Oh, but I- you have to have both. It can't just be one. It has to be both. <laughs> I just feel like we're technologically behind. I, am I wrong no, to think I, that? No, no. I, we, everything we do still relies on fire. I know. Yeah. Right? Like the I wanna, um, fire, getting, getting past fire will be the next great leap forward like agriculture. Yeah. I was uh, – the, the army is sourcing a replacement for the Black Hawk. Mm. And they are probably. Do you think they'll have the Bin Laden one then? No. Out? No. Well, I mean, I don't know, but the, they've they've narrowed it down to two options between Lockheed and Sikorsky. And Sikorsky um, it sounds Russian. It's not, no. but that's who makes the um, Blackhawk now. Mm. Why? You know, if it ain't broke, oh, why? Sweet. Why are they what? In, it's old and it, know, it's it's slow and it mm. can't go very high. But anyway, the new one. So they're they're thinking about um, well the the prototype is um, it looks it's a small much smaller version of the Osprey. Okay, uh, so it can, it can still do the yeah. It, that, it, remind it, people that's the one that can take it, off like a plane, right? It, and it has tilting. It's a tilt rotor. Yeah. So it, it it tilts up like a helicopter. It takes off and then they tilt down. To go faster. To go faster. And this new, one of the biggest problems, I guess, with the Osprey is that uh, the whole engine turns. Mm. So the exhaust shoots down and just dust everywhere. Sure. So this Which new one. Can get in the filters and stuff. Right. Yeah. This new one, uh, it's just the rotors. The rotors just go up. Yeah, wouldn't and that just be like stink. one gear? I know. Like, why didn't they think about that to begin I'm, with? I'm no engineer. But I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I feel like we should have had this a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like we should be, like, in Avatar, where they have the, you know... Yes. The, like, like drone fans. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are we still dicking around with uh, this? Yeah. I don't know. Did I you ever know. see the, old, the first, like, test videos of the Osprey? They all crashed. Oh, yeah. It was a really controversial plane. Yeah. It had lots of issues. Yeah. How many do we have? Do you know? Osprey? Yeah. A lot. Is there a lot? They're, They're in pretty fact, ch- that's what got me onto it because I was reading how they just um, made a new one. So or they're a, relatively cheap then? I don't know if they're cheap, but they're effective. So I mean, they're pretty awesome. I watched a documentary years ago about a military helicopter that could be just cruising along like 80, 80 miles an hour mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden just like the body of the helicopter could just like 90 degree turn and still the but the helicopter still be going in the same direction which makes sense because you just are twisting the but i can't find the video anywhere but it was the coolest thing so it would be like let's say you're flying along a beach yeah 
and someone's shooting at you from the beach. Yeah, yeah, I, and you I understand. Want to turn the I nose, understand what you're saying. But the, but keep going, you know. Um, yeah, you could do that. I think it was so, but I can't remember what helicopter it was because it was so fast. It was it's, like it's probably that's it's a, probably one of the Sikorskys that's super. There's one that's super super maneuverable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, we have a lot of Ospreys. Their top speed is 351 miles per hour. And Holy the Navy is getting a bunch of new ones to replace this 60-year-old airplane. Yeah. So uh, the Osprey has a ceiling of 25,000 feet, I think. That's pretty high for a chopper. It is. Because, it's because it turns into an airplane. Right. But that anyway, I don't know. what Where, where did... What? Fire oh, technology. Man. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> violin during surgery. Yeah. <laughs> she made it. She still could play the violin. Okay, so you hear about these kind of stories all the time where somebody loses their class ring or their wedding ring and, you know, you find it 60 years later. That happened to me. Have I told that story? Yes. Go ahead and no, share the I random don't headline. Well, I wouldn't normally share this because it does. It happens all the time. Right. You know, and it's sure, it's crazy, you know, where it ends up, you know, 10 years, Is 20. Is this the carrot? No. Okay. Sorry. This is so. I have heard of. There's a few of them, like a lady who lost it in a garden. Found oh, it in a oh, carrot. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, we actually that was a random. Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so this ring was lost 47 years ago. Come on. And um, that's God playing tricks. In 1973. Wait. Okay. Just wait. This is why I'm telling the story. Okay. <laughs> because it's actually insane. So in 1973, a teenage Deborah McKenna left her future husband's ring, I guess I think it's just a class ring, uh, in a department store in the U.S. town of Brunswick, Maine. Okay. Okay? Fast forward 47 years Okay. to now. This... It has been found by a sheet metal worker buried in a Finnish forest. What? It went from Maine to Finland? Yes. <laughs> So that's why I'm telling you this because it's like that's that's God playing tricks <laughs> or Satan. <laughs> How does it seriously like someone someone probably found it and took it home to Finland and lost it in a forest? I guess that's so random. Why right? was the sheet metal guy in the forest? I have so many questions. He was he was cutting down trees to make sheet metal. <laughs> He's cutting down the famous sheet metal finished trees. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, he okay. It says, but how did they return it? How did they I don't know? I, I guess him being a metal, a sheet metal, is, he isn't really relevant. He's he's a oh, it's just he just happened to be a in the metal forest. detector enthusiast. So he was using a metal detector. You know, he, he loves sheet it. metal. He wants to find more metal. Yeah, but I mean, it's a class ring. So how do you then like where's initials on it or something? Does it show a picture? Uh, it's really fuzzy, but it does have the school and the the date, and it probably does have initials. Okay. Yeah. They Did you get a class do. ring? No. I didn't get a class ring. I, I think that phased out in the 80s. I didn't even go to my college graduation, so I just don't. Well, some people have like a high school class ring. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's Who graduates from high like, school? <laughs> I, I would imagine that most people get that, it, who do get it, within a year after they get to college and they see no one else wearing it. They're like, oh, this. I, it's mostly like – it's people, it's people who liked high school and that are – Stay in touch forever, and then they go away, and then come back, and actually live here, and stay with their high school friends, and they're still friends with their high school friends. You know, right. like well, not all of us left Texas two hundred years later. You know. I am still f- friends with my. I have my best friends, but I was also friends with them outside of school. Wait, We're still the, the, friends. Did you go to high school with Luis? 
Sort of, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but but like my high school age friends, I I don't talk to them. I don't. Right. I mean, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I have I have a few. I mean, you have Danny. Well, a, a few. I mean, Danny, Ethan, uh, Randy, Kurt. Um, sorry if I, <laughs> so you sorry for sure, forgetting everybody. You sure you didn't get a class ring? You sound no, but like I, you maybe maybe. But those guys were all on the drum line with me, oh, okay. so we grew really close. There you go. So I don't know, and they're great people. <sighs> yeah, you know the best. They're the best people. Ethan's I know. all right. Yeah, he's, he's a doctor. Yeah. I uh, I used him to call my call my mom down. And I was like, "Look, our drummer, look, look, <laughs> our drummer is a doctor, and he says coronavirus, no big deal, right? Flu, big deal. Yeah, fourteen thousand people. Yeah. All right, record resort. Sorry, resort breaks Guinness record with three thousand seven hundred and fifty three plastic flamingos. How many? 3,753 plastic flamingos. That's stupid. Those are just weak. That's like the big banner one that you read. You know, it was like the biggest banner. What was that one? I don't know. We were like, we could do that. It was just like 10 more people. Well, can you afford 3,753 plastic? No, no. I'm going on Amazon. (laughs) I'm going to see what this costs. You know know where you need to go. You need to go to Wish. What is that? Wish? It's like the Chinese... I don't want to get coronavirus. <laughs> Everything's laced with coronavirus. Like Alibaba or AliExpress. Oh, the I biggest retailers in the world. Those places are like really confusing. They're and bigger scary. than Amazon. What? Yeah. But you have to buy like a million things. Only on only on one of them. Mm. Wish you can buy little like one one things. Look, I bought that knife from Wish. It's like eight dollars. Isn't it broken already? <laughs> no, I look, fixed it. Look, look, look. look. So. <laughs> A set of four pink flamingos is eleven dollars. But it, but a Guinness record shouldn't be broken just by money, you know. Like that means Mike Bloomberg could break this record, you know, handily. Like he could just. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and transition into the debates. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the ninth Democratic debate was yesterday for Nevada. It was in Las Vegas. Um, and it was the first time Bloomberg was on. It broke records, by the way, for ratings. Yeah, thirty million, I think. It was a crazy number. It's up there with the Super Bowl, I believe. I think a lot of people wanted to see what Bloomberg would say, and obviously this race is heating up. Um, I think that we're going to have a record turnout of Democrats and Republican voters uh, in November. I think this will be a huge election, um, and I don't know what's going to happen. But takeaways I- from the debate. Takeaways from the debate is that uh, Bloomberg is probably – I'm not saying this to to offend anyone, but in my opinion, Bloomberg is still a Republican. Okay. He was a Republican mayor. He said some stuff about health care that was like, okay, you're still a Republican. Um, and I think he kind of got his ass handed to him last night with the nondisclosure agreement. Yes, that was embarrassing. Uh, so people don't know. Mike Bloomberg, obviously a very successful businessman. He's been sued several times for um, either sexual harassment or something inappropriate to the point where they've settled and, and signed non-disclosure agreements. Now, I do have – I mean 
but all of the candidates jumped on him at the same time. Oh, it was, and I just wanted to be like, okay, Joe Biden, come on, <laughs> you don't have any, you don't have any of those. Basically, and- Warren Elizabeth Warren said, "Will you release these women from their non-disclosure agreement on television tonight?" Yeah, and he, it was the first time I saw him look a little frightened during the debate. Well, he was. That's. I mean, <laughs> so he just said no. It, I mean, it, it it lasted minutes, but uh, the the final answer was no. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I I, I do thought. have some. I mean, some sympathy for that kind of stuff because, I mean, being a billionaire, well, we've people ta- will find a reason to sue you. We've also talked about the the age of political correctness that we're in. Yeah, where a joke in 1996 would no longer be remotely funny. Right. You know, it would make probably a group of people cry now. Right. You know, um, so it's possible. I don't, yeah. We don't even know what happened. We don't. We have no idea. You know, there have been open allegations against him um, because Elizabeth Warren opened the debate with, this is a, we're running against a billionaire who has called women uh, fat and ugly and horse-faced lesbians, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Michael Bloomberg. That was her opening statement. Dang. It was, dude, it was hot. Like it's it, harsh, man. She this burnt was the everybody most, last night. This was the most intense debate I've seen. Um, Bernie got fired up. Biden got fired up. The only one who really maintained their cool was Pete, Pete Buttigieg. And even he and Bernie had a little back and forth. Oh, him and Amy almost got into a fight. That too. So my takeaways are at, at some point it was it was kind of felt like they were, well, I'm a better Democrat than you. Well, I, I'm a better I'm, – I'm a bigger Democrat than – and I was like, okay, okay, that's – stop it. Especially I mean, Buttigieg was doing that a lot. Well, that's his, his, his shtick right now is that right. Bernie is not a Democrat. He's not. Bernie's an independent and he's a Democratic socialist, uh-huh. right? So he's not a Democrat, and neither is Bloomberg. But so Pete's this, talking point last night was it that. Bugs me because, it bugs me because I'm done with two parties. Like, I who know. cares what party it is? Like, Super PACs. Like, well, okay. I know. Regard, but it's money. Regardless. It's like that – how we, big of a Democrat you are, that's like Tea Party crap. But I know we, saw you know? The, we saw this though, man. We saw this two weeks ago in the impeachment, that the party was way more important than even morals – Right. The only, the only senator who can remotely say that he voted country before party or even conscience before party is Mitt Romney. He got crucified. None of the Democrats can say that for sure and none of the Republicans can say that for sure. Now, people say this was some vendetta. That's bullshit. It didn't get him impeached. Like it did or removed, right? Can you believe people were trying to remove him or recall yeah. Mitt Romney? Well, like, it, it didn't. His vote, his vote. He knew his vote wouldn't remove the president. Yeah. So what kind of? If he had a vendetta against the president, it wouldn't be this. This is stupid. It's a wasted vote. He didn't do this for political reasons. Mitt Romney truly believed it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who can say that. You know. Uh, but we so we saw all other fifty one fifty whatever fifty three Republicans clearly choose party or even man president mm-hmm. over their own conscience and over the country. So when you talk about how important party is to people, it's everything to these people in Washington. That's just I hate it. I, I, I'm I do over too. it. It's, it's you know who else hated parties? Huh? George, George Washington. Washington. Yeah. So if, if interestingly enough, if Bernie wins. 
Uh-huh. He'll be the second independent president we've ever had. Wow. George Washington wow. and Bernie Sanders, if he <laughs> wins. Um, I also didn't like how they were going after Bloomberg so hard for being a billionaire. Now, I know we've talked about billionaires a ton on here and how we hate them and how they're terrible. But none of those people up there have any room to talk. None of them are living on the streets. They all have multiple houses. They all are millionaires. Yeah, whatever. He's fine. I'm, uh, you know what? He, was he a, probably makes listen. he probably makes eight hundred thousand dollars a year instead oh, of a million. Look. Let's look because he's a mayor. It would be and public. you know what? At the end of all this, he'll be a millionaire. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying that Pete's not doing fine. But to be fair, this is a man who came out of the army and ran for mayor. He came out of the army as an officer. <laughs> okay, so he's making forty six thousand dollars a year instead of thirty two. Yeah, well, that means he got. I'm just saying that you. Officers don't. I could. I could join the. Both of us could join as an officer right now because we have bachelor's degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And the starting salary is thirty nine thousand dollars. Yes. No. For a lieutenant? No, I don't think so. I looked at it. Regardless, it might depend on the branch. But but you still get a, a ton of other stuff paid for you and free school. And I'm just saying that it's not like he's coming from a broken home or anything. He is. He's had a good life. You know, and well, what's a good life? I think that Pete has probably had the most normal American life. Probably. This is a man who grew up in the Midwest and joined the service and then came back and decided to run for office. His net worth, according to Business Insider, is $100,000. I don't believe that. Why would he have more money? I don't know. He was a mayor of South Bend. Do you know the population of South Bend? Five. 100,000. Oh. That's like the size of Layton. I don't know. He really bugged me last night, if I'm being honest. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But don't let your feelings about bugging him, about him bugging you, distort your view of reality of what he came from. He didn't come from anything special. Well, okay. He also came out as gay during a mayoral race in a state where Mike Pence was the governor. (laughs) Now, on that note, I do have something about Pete Booted. Now, hold on. Let me get through my other... uh, That annoyed me that they were all attacking Bloomberg, well, and I was just like, okay. Who in what? politics isn't terrified of someone with money? Yeah. That's why. I know. It was, it was, it just he seemed, could, there is a. They, they went after Bloomberg for every possible thing. They just. It's because Bloomberg went from nothing to 10% in the polls with money. With nothing but I know, money, dude. I know. And he it's went, all his, though. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, I'm not complaining. I mean, Bernie would. Bernie doesn't think – he thinks it's immoral that people have any – that amount of money at all, right? Right. But I, they have reason – they have cause to be worried when a man joins oh, the yeah. race, no, they, they what, do. six weeks ago, spends $300 million and gets 10%. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So yeah, they no. have every reason to yeah. be like, holy shit, this yeah. is scary. Um, Amy Klobuchar really started bugging the crap out of me. Her whole – I've been in the arena. I, arena. Arena. <laughs> I've been in the arena. Look, look, I, look, look. I'm in the arena. I'm like, dude, <laughs> shut up. Like, so I doubt, I seriously doubt that she, so I don't who, know, man. who didn't bug you? Elizabeth Warren didn't bug me. Yeah. Uh, I think she had a good night. She did. So, um, did, now. Did Joe? Y- yes. A little bit. At one point, I just wanted to say, Joe, just go home. Ashley and I had to pause the TV. 
because we were laughing so hard at his opening statement. I didn't see it. I, didn't. I missed the opening. He was looking straight at the camera uh-huh. with his giant white teeth oh. and said, your, your poll, NBC, put me ahead. And he smiled. And oh, I swear he did a gun with his fingers. And I swear he winked. It was SNL oh, it was to like... a T, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. We'll have to look for it oh on gosh, SNL this good. weekend. Uh, I don't know. He... His, I, I, I kind of want him to be done. Like I'm kind of, I don't. Dude, he's gonna clean up. I'm telling you. You think? Yes. <sighs> because here's the problem: Bernie is winning objectively right now. Yeah. Uh, Pete is in second. Yeah. Pete doesn't have a minority vote for some reason. I don't. They I don't, don't. They don't like him because he's racist. Well, there there was the incident with the shooting in South Bend, mm-hmm. but Amy Klobuchar had a similar thing, actually a worse thing, mm-hmm. uh, with a court case that was brought up. Uh, but he's not. Pete isn't polling well, and uh, I mean, I've heard, I've heard like, I've heard bad things, not about Pete, but bad things like minorities don't like gay people, which doesn't make any sense to me. I uh, well, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. But what we know is that he's not polling well with minorities, and we know that Joe Biden is right. And the next three primaries and caucuses are in highly minority-based states, mm-hmm. and even Super Tuesday, seven out of the eight states. I think it's probably seven and not Utah because we're one of the eight are heavily minority. And I think Joe's going to clean up there. I think, it'll, I think it'll come down to Joe and Bernie. I don't know. Okay, so. That's just my prediction. Here's my, here's, uh, here's my predict or not predictions, but my thoughts. I don't think Amy Klobuchar has a chance. I, I think she's no. done. I think she's out here soon. Yeah, post, maybe even post, because uh, where's the next one after this? South Carolina? Yeah. She might drop out after South Carolina when yeah. she sees that she's she's too abrasive, not likable. She's just I don't I she's just not gonna make it. Yeah. Um I don't here here's who I think can beat Trump, okay? I don't think Bernie Sanders can beat Trump because he's not a Democrat, because he is a socialist. You know, whatever is that's fine with me. His his views are so extreme right now that's gonna scare a lot of middle people off. Okay. I, I think Bernie can beat him, and I'll tell you why. Okay. He should have won the nomination last time. Well, he probably could have beat him last time. That's my point. Right. The Democratic base is much, much larger now. Right. Be- not only because people aged in, but because people are much more active. Right. And baby boomers and the silent generation are dying. Right. Right? So that's why I think Bernie can win, because Hillary lost by such a small margin. Right. That... Had been Bernie, I think he could have won, which makes me think he can win this time because the margins are going to be bigger because there are more people voting liberal. Mm-hmm. And there are people like you who don't care about the party. They care about the policy. Right. Um, I think I think that, that – I don't know. It's close with Bernie for me whether sure. he could beat him or not. I honestly think Bloomberg crushes Trump, just slaughters him. I really do. I think so because be- because he'll get people – He'll get people kind of like you who are more moderate. He'll get both sides. Right. Um, he'll, I, I, he'll, he, I think he'll get the people who are who don't like Trump but don't want to necessarily vote for Democrat. Even though he is running as a Democrat, he has been a Republican. He has Republican policies. So this might uh, be a no-brainer question, but I have to ask it. Huh? Do you imagine two years from now? Uh-huh. Is Bloomberg a better president than Trump? Well, I think anyone's 
I, I, just, I'm not, and that's not a leading question. Just, just, just on presidentiality sure. alone, yes. Okay, that's plus fair. he just he said last night no more. No, it was today. He did a speech here in Utah today. Yeah, Bloomberg he did, and he said no tweets from the Oval Office ever again. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm on board. My parents went and saw Pete. He was here. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, I mean, that was not a leading question. Oh. it's not like I think Bloomberg would make a worse president than Trump, but the two people aren't that dissimilar. Yes, you're right. In 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 the grand scheme, policy wise, you're probably right. Yeah. But personality wise, yeah. Ashley uh, did tell me she read an article that uh, that uh, Mike Bloomberg hired consultants on narcissism to teach him how to get under Trump's skin. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's no, true. No, I would believe it. That's I would what, too. That's that's kind of why I think he would crush Trump because because he would obliterate him in debates. I think just wipe him off the face of the earth did because see, he would piss him off so bad. Did you see Pete's town hall on CNN? No. Someone asked him, uh, like, what do you say about uh, people who might criticize you for being gay? And then Aaron Burnett, who was the moderator, said, um, what do you think about Trump telling Rush Limbaugh to not apologize for the things he said about you? You know, mm-hmm. and his comeback was he's like, if you you want to talk about family values, you want me to with the likes of Rush Limbaugh and Donald Trump. He's like, well, all I can say is that I've never had to pay off a porn star for cheating on my spouse. You know what I mean? Right. With her. Like, and it, he said it in a much more eloquent way and it was a freaking dagger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if he can say that in a town hall, then I don't, I don't think Pete's afraid to say anything. And I don't think, Elizabeth no, I don't is. think he is either. I don't think any of them are afraid to say anything, but it's just the Trump is a bully. Yeah, and Pete just seems like someone who could be bullied, sort of. It might work to his benefit because he probably was. Well, probably, you know. <laughs> now, another reason. Here's the main reason I don't think Buttigieg could beat Trump. Okay, I'm going to play you some audio from NBC News here. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you haven't. Okay, uh, you can watch the video too. Came so are you to saying that he has the same sex partner? Oh, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Are you kidding? This is the Iowa caucus. Yes, I have seen this. And this is um, someone who is caucusing, who is just who who has submitted her uh, paper for voting for Pete Buttigieg. She just cast a vote, and then she is informed. Then I don't want anybody like that in the White House. That he's gay, and she says, "I don't want anyone like that in the White House." Now, this lady is she's a boomer. She's gross. (laughs) She is pretty gross. She's a boomer. Now, can I have my card back? She asked for her ballot back. We could go ask. And it, it, this, this looks like the. This girl looks like Kimmy Schmidt. What's her name from the office? And oh yeah. There you go. Better read the Bible is what she said. And that that girl's response is beautiful. By the way, you paused it. She says, "God doesn't, God doesn't choose a political party." Yeah, she defends him really pretty well, and uh, but that lady literally now, asked for her ballot yeah, back. Now I don't agree with her at all. No, by any means. But there are so many people out there. This lady is a Democrat. She's got uh, Amy Klobuchar buttons and Pete Buttigieg buttons on, and she picked Pete. But she is also a uh, hard Christian, I guess. It's you know, it's and weird. You know, she you know to her this goes back to the sinning thing to her gay. 
relationships, you know, Pete's a sinner. Right. He's not. This you is, know, it's weird but, to me that someone that ill-informed who didn't know Pete Buttigieg was gay is at a caucus. I know, right? That's amazing to me. This has, how come this hasn't come out? Like, <laughs> he came out years I ago. I don't know, but he has a partner. So that is one it, of the right. biggest hurdles or the biggest reasons I don't think he can beat Trump. Uh, I think Biden can but, probably beat Trump. But with the exception of this woman, because we don't know how how far this ideology stretches, right? The people who wouldn't vote for Pete because he's gay, how many of them wouldn't vote for a Democrat anyway? Now, this, I see what your point is with this I, I woman. I don't know. I don't I know. know. I know we don't know. You know, I, so, it's the minority vote. I really think there's no way black black people and Hispanics vote for a gay guy. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be anti-gay. You no, know how you it's, know I. It's not I, anti-gay, but it's it is trying. It is one of those like trying to figure out why does one group of people not like I don't another know. group of people. It's why do white people not like black people? I. Pff. It's you know it's right. it is what it is, but I've just I actually had never heard that one, that uh, stereotype until this year though. I had never heard that that quote unquote black people don't like gay people until this well, year. Well, I mean that's a pretty broad generalization. I, it's way broad, but I heard it on. But I, I think I, I heard I it on the radio. Feel like it probably has. Uh, it wasn't someone. Know, but... It wasn't someone reporting it on the radio. <laughs> it was someone being interviewed, you know, who said that. So I don't know. I I so who do you think? Uh, like I said, Bloomberg I think win beats Trump. Uh, Biden can beat Trump. I think Warren would be really close with Trump, and um, the rest I don't think. Bernie, I guess all of the people on that stage yesterday I think could beat Trump. You think all? I don't think Amy Klobuchar could. I don't think she's likable enough. Well, it depends on. It depends on if she if she won the nomination, then her popularity obviously would spike. Right. You know, um, I do worry about Bernie supporters still, the hardcore Bernie supporters. Um, I heard a, a girl in Utah speaking today, and she said, "When Bernie didn't get the nomination, I knew I was going to vote third party." Right. Now that's the fucking problem. Right. Right. So I'm worried about Bernie supporters again doing that. If he doesn't get the nomination, that they either vote for a third party or don't vote at all. I and maybe they learned their I'm lesson. I'm not worried about it so much because most people at this point just want Trump gone. Like I, I, I know I know I'm an idealist. I honestly think that if if every citizen in Utah voted, mm-hmm. I honestly think it could go blue for the presidency. I was thinking that that could actually probably happen here. I don't think it would go blue for anything else, mm-hmm. but Ben McAdams won in Salt Lake. Now it's an enclave of liberalism. I get it. But I think for the most part, people are rather Did you see ashamed. CNN reported today Russia is looking to help Trump win 2020. Of course. They already are. They're not reporting. Like they, they are actively doing it still. They're still spreading misinformation. There are still Twitter bots. There's still Facebook bots. Right. It's still happening. If you don't think you're influenced... You're wrong. Mm-hmm. If you have a Facebook or Twitter or Instagram account, you are being influenced. I promise you've seen one false headline, even if you've just scrolled past it, but it's stuck with you. Speaking of Facebook, polls. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is uh, – so we both took a – It's a Washington Post um, quiz, I guess. It's kind of like an I side with – by the way, everybody should go to isidewith.com and take that one. It's much longer. And it tells you who you most align with. But this was a shorter one from Washington Post. has all of the Democratic candidates and the issues. Mm-hmm. 
and you say whether or not you agree, it tells you who you most align with. Right. Um, so out of the, let's see, there were 19 questions? I thought there were 20. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah, there's 20 questions. Out of the 20 questions, I matched with one candidate, 15. Okay. Elizabeth Warren. I matched with one candidate at 13 and one at 12. My 13 was Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. My 12 was Warren. Uh, I think that the gun the gun stuff is what made of so let's go through me over th- let's just burn through these here right mm-hmm. the first question gun buyers should register all firearms I can't remember what I put the question also had other options such as um, you should you only have to register like war what's the wording like war type weapons oh assault rifles yeah so like if you buy a, a shotgun you don't have to register it by handgun, okay. you don't have to register it. Because those, those aren't deadly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes to this. I said yes, all firearms should be registered. I think, And there's only two. I think that I did. Aren't, aren't, I thought, there, isn't there a firearm registry? Is, isn't that already a thing? Uh, it depends on the state. They could certainly make a registry from the background checks that you have to do. But ultimately, they run the background check. And then whoever you bought it from, I think, just files that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only candidate left in the field who agrees that, all firearms should be registered is Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Um, I think all of the other ones are kind of a mid, mid, midway, like some firearms should be registered. Okay. Uh, legalized marijuana. The only one who said no to this, actually two candidates said no to this, Biden and Bloomberg. Bloomberg. And that's for federal legalization. Oh, yeah, Bloomberg. I, Bloomberg I, is a Republican. I definitely said legalize it. And I think this one also was, should we leave it up to the states or should it be federally? I said federally. So did all these candidates. Bloomberg and Biden, I think, both said by the state. Um, ban all fracking. I think I did the middle one. Which was like, regulate it better. Right. Don't expand it. I said ban it all. So did Warren, Steyer, and Sanders, all of the other candidates. Or maybe um, I did do ban. I, I, think I all, wish it wouldn't have erased my, erased my results. Most of the candidates were in the... Don't expand fracking, and let's regulate it better so there's no more methane in groundwater. Um, enact a wealth tax, which is Warren's platform, which is the two cents per dollar mm-hmm. tax for everyone who has more than like, I don't know, it's like a billion dollars. Right. Right. Um, I think I went with, let's do that. Yeah. The ta- <laughs> uh, Warren, Steyer, and Sanders, and Buttigieg are all pro-wealth tax. That's, you know, for you Republicans out there or, or people who lean right who are trying to protect billionaires for some reason, uh, I think I think what people don't understand when they say make them pay their fair share is paying taxes for me is a burden. Yeah. It affects my life. It makes me where I can't do things. Right. Okay. It, it lowers your monthly capabilities. Right. Yeah. It does not affect them at all. At all. At all. And we're talking about 2%. Right. 2% tax on people who have more than a billion dollars. It's just like it's very similar to the difference between someone getting pulled over and getting a $200 ticket for their 1992 Honda Accord and someone getting pulled over in a brand new Ferrari uh, and getting the same ticket. Right. It's not really their fair share, right? Because it, re- it doesn't. They might ri- they might miss their rent payment, right? Whereas other guy has that on his pocket, right? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I hear you. I'm pro the wealth tax. Turns out that uh, Buddha, or Bloomberg and... And also, something people don't realize is once you have money, you just keep making it. Right. Because... It, interest. Well, that and your expenses you are able to save you're able right. your your expenses don't meet so you yeah, the you adage just keeps of, piling up and you just keep acquiring wealth yeah. unless you're a complete idiot the which, adage you know. of it takes money to make money is true but really what's true is money makes money right money begets money right at a certain point i think there's a i think i learned all this on an episode of explained yeah on netflix um cover everyone on government run healthcare insurance I went with yes for that. I went with yes. That would be Warren and Sanders. Um, Buttigieg, I actually am okay with his plan. So his plan is Medicare for all who want it. And to explain that better, just so you know, here's what it is. Uh If you want into Medicare, you pay no more than I think it's 8% of your income. Now, that's brilliant because my premiums at work are probably more than 8%. Of my income. So I would gladly choose Medicare, right? That being said, on top of that, if you were an employer, you have 200 employees or 2,000 employees or 200,000 employees, and you're told, wait, I can buy in for 8% of their income, so maybe I only have to pay four, then that means corporations are probably going to buy in as well, which means that private insurance might go away anyway under Pete's plan. Yeah, I don't understand why corporations seem to be opposed to... Unions. It's mostly unions because they've negotiated with insurance companies. Mm. But I think one thing I think... I think Pete's missing the mark on this because he's not explaining that. He's not saying, look, under my plan, people are going to be incentivized to switch to Medicare. I'm not getting rid of your private insurance option, but you're going to want to. Right. You know? Bernie is saying just ban it all. So is Warren. Get rid of all private insurance. Uh, U.S. should consider a carbon tax... All of them except for, interestingly enough, Sanders is not pro-carbon tax. Let all prisoners vote. Um, Oh, sorry. Let all prisoners vote only when released. Um, I think I did the one that's like let certain prisoners vote or something. I did it once they're released. I'm also actually pro if they're going to be released before the next term is over. Mm-hmm. the only one who's opposed to that is Sanders because he wants every single prisoner to vote, even in prison. And I see where he's coming from. I'm not opposed. My, I mean, I guess. my point on that one is – I guess no candidates have like a pro-murder agenda. So <laughs> <laughs> I just think – I was talking about this with a coworker. I said, look, if it went that way, letting all prisoners vote, I wouldn't oppose it. If I was writing the policy, I would say people who have served their time. Well, if because you if you let all prisoners vote, the Republicans would have an ish fit because they would lose. They would lose, right? But yeah, I think that uh, um, if you served your sentence, I've had this argument for a long time. I hate that there's. I hate that convicted felons are blacklisted from work. I, I think that's wrong. You ser- they've served their sentence. Mm-hmm. If they needed a stronger sentence, then it should have been imposed, right? Uh, federal funding for abortions should not be restricted. Every single candidate said yes to that. Should not be restricted. U.S. should consider, or the U.S. should not consider a universal basic income. Um, I put nay on that. I think that's a weirdly worded question, but essentially, Warren says that we should. Every other candidate besides Yang says that we should not, or that yeah, yeah that we should yeah. not. <laughs> they worded that weird. I just, uh, I don't know. That's. 
that'd be great. Like if someone started sending me a thousand dollars every month, that'd be awesome. But you know, it seems like I, uh, Yang is a math genius, uh-huh. so I want to trust him. Right. It just seems weird. You know, it just seems weird. Right. I, I don't really get it. Um, let's see. Abortion, universal. U.S. should consider a jobs guarantee, meaning that every single person in the country, if they can't find a job in the private sector, could have a job for the government for all the time. So everyone should could have a job. Um, What's every, the difference between that and universal income? Well, the basic income is just $1,000 per month, right. whether or not you're working. Um, jobs guarantee, Warren and Sanders are the only two who are pro that. Steyer, interestingly enough, was – so my, my top two were Warren and Steyer and then Sanders. My favorite is Elizabeth Warren. I – even though the, the quiz came out as Bloomberg, I would take Elizabeth Warren over Bloomberg for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just doesn't seem like she's polling high enough to do that. Should be interesting after these next couple – you know, I mean nothing's going to tell us more than, than Super Tuesday. Right. March 3rd. So – I wouldn't be surprised if Bloomberg came out big on Super Tuesday. I mean, my gosh, I get so many freaking ads from Bloomberg. He is. He's buying his way. That's why they attacked him, because it's working. Um, We'll just skip down to a couple of these. Um, Guarantee 12 12 weeks paid family leave. Interestingly enough, Warren is not for that, but Sanders is. Um, This one was interesting to me. Should, should, Should the candidate commit to reducing the national debt? Yes. I said yes. Warren and Sanders both said no. It's because they know their plans might... Are going to be expensive. Yeah. But if you're listening to this and you are conservative, I encourage you to go look at the budget this year. Yeah. It's a trillion dollar deficit. The highest deficit in 12 years (gasps) under a conservative president and a conservative Senate. Just saying. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. Um, Expanding nuclear power... None of them really are for it. I'm actually good with it. What is your favorite cartoon version of Mitch McConnell? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I have one. Uh, I think mine's our cartoon president. Maybe Family Guy. That one was good, too. Um, Only Warren and Sanders say that college should be free. The rest say it should just be reduced. Uh, Student loan debt should be forgiven um, and canceled for lower incomes is what I chose. I think Sanders is pro removing all student debt, regardless of income. Warren agrees that it could. We don't have to necessarily cancel it for those who are rich. Well, yeah, I've looked at uh, I've looked at or- Warren's pro or her website, and she would reduce me down to a very reasonable amount. Yeah, uh, consider removing the electoral college. All of yes, them, all of them except for Bloomberg and Biden. Interestingly enough. It's because they're old school, man. They might as well be Republicans. Biden, uh, Biden. it should be noted, I think most of them, at least I know for Biden, has said it should be reformed. Right. So just the, the should be changed. I just don't understand why we need it. So I'm... <sighs> look. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I understand why people in rural areas like it. Uh-huh. And even in less populous states like us. Right. If if our state voted blue, then we might be pro the electoral college. Objectively, I would like to still think that, well, that's not really a democracy. Right. But that was the whole point. Well, there were numerous reasons the electoral college was 
I just don't understand what's wrong with just a popular vote. Yeah. Well, and the best argument I can offer to someone who's pro-electoral college Mm -hmm. is let me ask you this. Does your state use an electoral college to elect a governor? No. It's a democracy. It's a democratic vote in your state. So why should the chief executive of the country be any different? I don't know. Because frankly, if it was an electoral college vote in the governor, we might have a democratic governor. That's true. So because Salt Lake City would have more electoral votes. (laughs) So anyway, uh, and the last one was about trading with uh, countries who share a border with the Pacific Ocean, which I don't know enough about that one. But um, everyone was opposed to it, interestingly enough, that is important. That was actually Obama's policy, um, but Hillary didn't like it. Hillary? Yeah. So she went against it last during the her last run. She said she didn't agree with President Obama on that plan, and it might have just been the, the conditions of the trade agreement. But from my understanding, it was a free trade agreement between all the countries who share a, a Pacific Ocean border. So hmm. anyway, so we both pretty much, even though Bloomberg was your top, Warren was your second. I mean, I would rather have Warren, but I like when I get my ballot, I'll vote for Warren. Warren was my first, was but, my top on my quiz and is probably, probably, who, listen. She's Bernie Light. Here's, <laughs> here's how I look at all of this. Uh, Warren has a plan for everything. Uh-huh. Bernie's the most passionate. Buttigieg is the smartest. Biden has the most support. That's how I look at this. If we can combine those four people. Our powers combined. It would, it would be amazing. So, But about the debate, real quick. Yeah. Who do you think won the debate on substance? Warren. Really? See, I think Pete won the debate on substance. Mm, I guess. Who do you think won the debate overall in terms of like who gained more popularity? Donald Trump. <laughs> There's that argument. I think I think Warren probably won that category. Yeah, she kind of uh, took it to everybody. Yeah. I think Pete won it on substance. I think he had the I also, most clear argument. I liked it when Warren would defend people occasionally. Yeah, she, defor- she defended uh, Klobuchar. Because there were a couple things, like when they went after Amy for the not knowing, like that was just... That, that was, was silly. that was such BS. It like, was silly. Come on, guys. You, you really? don't know the name of the Mexican president. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Guess what? She's not running for the presidency the, of Mexico. I know. <laughs> that was such a, that was such a petty attack, and you could yeah. tell that they knew it was petty. Was Guess stupid. who I guarantee doesn't know? Huh? Donald Trump. Oh yeah. Even if you told him He's right probably now, probably met him. Forget. Like yeah. You know. You could write it on his hamburger, and he'd still forget. <laughs> All right. Let's just do this, and we'll be done. We have to do the onion. Oh, yeah. Versus InfoWars. I don't know where my... Nope, that's not it. Oh, crap. Well, if you've never listened to this segment before, what I do is I pick a headline from The Onion, a satirical news website, fake news, <laughs> and I pick a headline from InfoWars, which is Alex Jones' website, who purports to be real news. He's far-right conspiracy theorist. And I have Spencer guess which headline came from which outlet. Are you ready? I don't know what this is. No, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> that works, though. <laughs> Here is your first headline. Okay. Rush Limbaugh admits Presidential Medal of Freedom less of an honor knowing that Rosa Parks' Maya Angelou also received it. Okay, that's your first one. Okay. Your second one. 
China launches biological warfare agenda, covertly infiltrates plane with Trojan horse coronavirus carrier. So one of these is from The Onion. It's satire. The other is from InfoWars that purports to be real news. You know, I kind of thought that that Rush Limbaugh one was a real story, but I must have fallen for <laughs> fake news. Here they it, are was, again. it was quite believable. Here they are again. Rush Limbaugh admits Presidential Medal of Freedom is less of an honor knowing that Rosa Parks' Maya Angelou also that's, received it. That's the onion. That, that is. And because the other one is so – that's so – that's so InfoWars. The other one that's InfoWars who says this is real news. Right. They claim this is real news. Right. China launches biological warfare agenda, covertly infiltrates plane with Trojan horse coronavirus cancer uh. carrier. <laughs> I was so excited. When I saw that headline on InfoWars, I knew I was going to bring it to the show because those two, those two were tough. They were. Those two were tough. I, I must have fallen victim to fake news because I thought I had heard that that was a true story. <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't catch it, the one about Rush Limbaugh thinking the Medal of Freedom isn't worth anything because Rosa Parks and Maya Angelou got it was the onion. Jeez. Even though Rush Limbaugh is a piece of shit yeah, he's and he should be stripped guy. of that medal by the next president. Is that possible? I don't know. I hope so. He'll be dead by then. Anyway, wow, thanks for was, being here. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Find us at the Art Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or theartakepodcast.com. For episode 78, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>